lot of pride in the program. The ability's there. Each play matters. The goal's 15-0 here, knowing that we're going to be the most physical players on the football field. A lot of great coaches, a lot of great fan bases, a lot of great schools. Where Upper Cumberland legends are born and raised. They're doing things the right way on and off the field. Where traditions are passed down. They're doing it because they love the guy next to them. Where every Friday night, it's a race of champions. Expect to win. When you look at our team, you see a bunch of kids that play hard. It just boils down to the commitment to excellence that we have every day. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. From Fayetteville, Tennessee, I'm Devin Hoke, and the playoffs are upon us. Monterey has traveled two-plus hours and looks to do what they have done before, play spoiler. It was just under a year ago the Wildcats drove further than they have tonight to Hampton and brought home a victory to send themselves to the third round of the TSSAA State Playoffs. Many seniors on this year's team wrote on senior night about how that trip and that game were their favorite memory. Tonight, they try and help history repeat itself, and head coach Scott Hughes considered it an advantage for his team that they have in fact done this before. Monterey ended up in this game, and as the three seed, thanks to several levels of tiebreakers that included a number of opponents with a 500 record or better, and then head-to-head wins. The Wildcats enter tonight's game off a loss to Smith County, but that bodes well as their pattern dating all the way back to September 15th has been to win, lose, win, lose. So coming off a loss, the pattern says... Tonight, they win. Once again, from Fayetteville High School, it is the Wildcats visiting the Tigers in round one of the TSSAA Class 2A State Playoffs. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? 
You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. It's game time. Is a sports injury holding you back? Tier 1 Orthopedics and Neurosurgical Institute provides state-of-the-art care close to home. Board-certified sports medicine physicians to get you back in action. Don't let that shoulder or knee injury keep you on the sidelines. Tier 1 will find and correct the source of your pain, getting you back to the field, court, or golf course. Stop the game and make the call. 526-9518. Tier 1 Orthopedics. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Visit T1Institute.com. Scott Hughes, every year we talk about two, three, maybe four teams uh, that get hot at the right time or they're playing their best football or they're just that Cinderella story, the underdog. Why are the Wildcats a team that could pull that off, that could be one of those teams this year that makes a run in the playoffs uh, with you know the regular season records thrown out the window? You know, our guys have grown. Uh, you know, our team has grown over the year, and, and, you know, we're able to do so much more than what we were. Uh, we still have so much to clean up. I mean, you go back into Friday night, made several mistakes that led to big plays. Um, but, you know, we, we've, we're battle-tested. Uh, I think when you look at our, our schedule and, and no knock on anybody else's schedule, uh, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of tough schedules. Uh, talking to coaches in our region, um, you know, we believe our region is as tough as any. Uh, not in, not out. And, and so I, I think that helps, you know, to prepare you, uh, for these tough matchups. And, and, it, you know, we've been on the road in some big environments, uh, and, and that helps to prepare you for situations that you're going to be in. Uh, and, and, you know, when you, when you get a good belief and, and you got guys that start playing for each other, uh, and, and they put a good product on the field, then all of a sudden you always have a chance. And, and if you can go make some plays, you got to have some luck. I've always said this: you got to have the, you got to have good luck in the postseason, and you got to be able to go make plays, and and hopefully that's something that we'll be able to do on Friday night. Well, we start to look at the opponent on the field, and Fayetteville is is obviously the seed they are for a reason. What do they do that you've seen on film that you've been able to scout uh, that you guys have to have to counter, have to key on coming up on Friday night on the road? We know they start with a quarterback, um, big, big time athlete. You know, he's like six, seven, 190, throws the football well, but, but runs extremely well. Uh, and, and just their overall team speed is, is, you know, top quality. And that, that's very scary because they do such a good job of getting you out in space and, and getting the football out on the perimeter. And, and they're a team that has multiple guys that, that are one missed tackle away from, from going the distance. And, and for us, that's something that's very scary um, because at times that, that's kind of been an Achilles heel for us is, um, you know, just overall team speed and, and playing on the perimeter. Um, but at the same time, we've had some nights where we were, you know, very worried and, and we played really well against it. So it, it's kind of one of those deals, you know, it, how are we going to handle it um, and, and what will our mindset be um, from there? Uh, they do a really good job of spreading you out and, and getting the football across the field and 
The pass game is very efficient. They, they're physical up front, um, and, and they're really comfortable in their scheme, and, and they like to bring a lot of pressure on defense. Um, so it, it's just it, it's something that we've got to handle. And overall, like we talked about as a team, they just you know they they try to put a lot of pressure on you on both sides of the football, and and we've got to be able to sustain some drives and and handle pressure and and just mentally stay engaged uh, throughout the game and and handle the good with the bad throughout to have a shot. UC Sports Nation. Covering the frontier of games across the region. UC Sports Nation tonight. Powered by Frontier Chevrolet. Find the best deal on your next vehicle. And on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. Highway 111, just outside Livingston. I'm Jake Wallman, and the playoffs are upon us. We begin in Cookville where the Cavs, thanks to a five-game winning streak and some help elsewhere, host Siegel this week. Head coach Taylor Hennigan, a Cavs alum, was happy to see Eddie Watson Stadium playing host again. When I think of Cookville football and when Coach Scavo, who coaches for us, was on that team in 17, um, when we think of Cookville football, that's kind of what we remember. That's what we what we think about is that atmosphere, um, the way our community and our students support us uh, for big home games. Uh, obviously, playoff games are, are big games. So Siegel was on a five-game losing streak prior to beating Rockvale last week to make the playoffs. York achieved their third undefeated regular season in school history last week. Head coach Derwin Wright was happy for the team, but now knows the challenge in front of them. You know, every year there's a team at that, just like last year, I said we were kind of the sleeper team. Nobody expected us to make the run we did. I said there's always a team that does. So uh, let's spread the ball out. The quarterback is number seven. He, he, he's a good player, number one. Uh, run some misdirection reverses with him. Uh, pretty good size offensive line. Uh, their team is capable. Hadn't put it together yet, but they've won two in a row, so they're on a you know a little bit of a win streak here. So I, I expect that they're going to come out and give us their best game. Eagleton Academy has scored 94 points combined in the last two weeks. Clay County may have lost the region title in the game of the year to Gordonsville, but they still get to host this week, welcoming Sale Creek to Salina. Bulldogs head coach Bruce Lamb is happy to finally be back at home. You know, we've not been home in, in a month, and uh, it's been a long month in Clay County, and, and uh, we're excited about being home and having our home fans get behind us. And We've had some good crowds that come with us everywhere we've went, you know, but, but it's great to have all those guys stand along the fence and uh, along the track uh, right beside us and, you know, cheering us on and and let the referees have just a little bit, you know, so I don't have to do it all myself. You know, it, it, it's great. It's a great atmosphere, and we can't wait to play Friday night. Sale Creek's three losses came to top ten teams in their respective classifications. DeKalb County knew despite a loss to Upperman that they would be in the playoffs and would be the four seed. That means a trip to Red Bank, and Tigers head coach Steve Trapp sees the challenge ahead. Uh, you know, they're an athletic football team. Uh, so they've had a lot of different personnel in there. seems like they've had some injuries throughout the year, so kind of change what they've looked like from the beginning to what they are now up front. You know, so again, it's one of those weeks where uh, you know our offensive line's got to be up to the task because I think that may be the biggest challenge is just what they have up front on the defensive line, and you know we've got to be able to make plays. You know, it comes back down again. Red Bank is a winner in four of their last five. Their only loss came to Bradley Central and Boo Carter. Upperman, after an undefeated regular season, gets to spend a third straight week in Baxter. Head coach Adam Kane was impressed by the way his team came back to work on Monday. Interestingly enough, um, 
especially for a, a typical Monday, uh, we had a great deal of energy and, uh, you know, enthusiasm. And, and I don't know if it was the cold temperatures or what, but, you know, guys were, you know, really talkative and, and, um, energized and running around. And I think they kind of, quickly bought into you know the game plan and the preparation process so i mean i was very encouraged by that eastridge had won four straight before losing a nail biter to hickson that sent them to baxter hickson thanks to a win gets to stay home and host stone memorial who limps into town on a three-game skid losses all on the road to york upperman and macon county hickson meanwhile has lost one game since week two and it was to one seated red bank Scores throughout the night and a full wrap-up tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. The High School Playbook on Rock 93.7. For Around UC Sports Nation tonight, I'm Jake Wallman. On the 12th day of Christmas, Twin Lakes gave to me. Twin Lakes is celebrating their customers this holiday season with the Twin Lakes 12 Days of Giving Christmas Giveaway. Now through December 12th, visit them online at twinlakes.net to get your name in the bag. There will be over 75 winners with names drawn every day. To increase your chances of winning, revisit and enter every day. Winners will be announced on the Twin Lakes Facebook page beginning December 2nd. Learn more at TwinLakes.net. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. Junior Kaylin Shepard, Monterey High School wrestler. And I mean, as always, it comes as a surprise probably for most people when I say that. But what drew you to wrestling? What made you love the sport? So it started all in fifth grade. I actually was originally from, uh, actually came from Oregon. Middle school. Um, my fifth and sixth grade years when I started. My dad um, and a bunch of people in my family wrestled. And my dad was telling me all about wrestling. And we were going around and looking at all the booths. And... I said, ooh, look, that's wrestling. Dad, didn't you used to do that? And he was like, yeah, I did. And then they were like, oh, you can do like 10 push-ups to get a T-shirt. And I was like, I bet you I can do it. So I went over there, did the 10 push-ups, got the T-shirt, ended up joining the team, and I fell in love with it. Um, been wrestling ever since. What's your favorite part? Like, what's, what's the thing that made you fall in love with wrestling? Getting to slam people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? That's perfectly okay. What would you say, as you move now into being an upperclassman, what are some of the goals you hope to achieve this year? I hope to go farther into state. My freshman year, well, actually, my eighth grade year, I won state. Mm. Um, My freshman year, I got hurt and wasn't able to attend state. Um, Sophomore year, I attended state but didn't get very far, so I hope to get further. 
Okay, I think that's a pretty good and lofty goal. What's it going to take to achieve, though? What do you have to do this year to make it further? Definitely put more heart into it. Um, last year, it was more of like a, let's just get in shape for softball. But this year, I really want to go further, so I have to put a lot more heart into it. What do you think carries over from wrestling to softball? What do you take from wrestling out onto the softball field? People say that from wrestling to softball, it, my aggression. I'm a very aggressive person, <laughs> and um, that's what some coaches actually like. Um, they like that I'm always ready for the ball. Like my mom, as my mom would say it, I'm challenging the ball to come towards me. So, so it sounds like mom is softball, dad is wrestling. Is that is that kind of a fair? Kind of. Um, my mom and my dad get into it. Um, they they really love wrestling. So does my grandma. I love when she comes out and supports me, but. I think they're more into the wrestling, but they like watching me play softball. What would you say would be your biggest piece of advice to young women who want to get into wrestling, who see it, they think they would love it, or they love going to these matches, but they want to get involved? Um, Definitely try it. Um, Don't be scared. I was, but it it was really fun. I'm very glad that I was, I don't know how to say it. Um, That you joined? Yes, I'm very glad that I joined. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice-cold drinks to cool off after practice, get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. Set for kickoff around UC Sports Nation. They're all one-game seasons from here on out. Upperman and York will host in round one after undefeated regular seasons. Cookville ended on a five-game winning streak, and as a result, they host Siegel in round one. Monterey has to go two-plus hours on the road to Fayetteville, but remember, this would not be the first time in recent memory the Wildcats traveled that far and upset a higher seed. DeCab and Stone are outside Chattanooga Stone, coming off a three-game losing streak, hoping to keep their seasons alive. As we continue from Fayetteville High School, time to see what will power a Monterey Wildcats win tonight. Presented by Upper Cumberland Electric Membership Corporation. All right, it starts with slowing down the Tigers' six foot seven, nearly two hundred pound quarterback. As he goes, so do the Fayetteville Tigers go. A dual threat who can stretch the field and defense with his arm or legs. And of course, third and short, he is capable of nearly just falling forward thanks to his height for one or two yards. You have to limit his ability in order to beat the Tigers. It's the key to the game, the UCEMC keys to the game. Visit UCEMC.com and find out how your extra change 
can support UCEMC CARES and community organizations across the Upper Cumberland. Tonight's game day forecast calls for a very chilly night getting into some fall weather here in in Tennessee, Fayetteville, Tennessee, that is. 53 degrees just before kickoff. It'll get only a little bit cooler as the night goes on. And the winds were pretty high earlier. However, they have now died down. They're about three to four miles per hour. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Reminding you to call before you dig. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Stand by. Kickoff is next. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. W284DR Cookville. WKXDHD3 Monterey. Sports Radio 104.7. And here we are from Tiger Stadium here in lovely Fayetteville, Tennessee. I'm Devin Hoke here with my partner, Coach Wes Shanks, coming in from the Upper Cumberland. We had to travel a little bit of a ways here, Coach, to get to Fayetteville, but it is lovely here, a lovely evening as these two playoff teams get ready to square off. That's what you got to do when you you know get the playoff time. I feel like I could throw a baseball to the Alabama Tennessee state line. <laughs> you know, two hours, fifteen minutes away from Monterey High School, they're having to travel, get into the playoffs as a three seed, uh, have to force an you know an opponent, uh, a challenging opponent, a first year two A school in Fayetteville City School, the Tigers, who have won a single A state title in two thousand and twenty. They were in the semifinals last year in single A before the Chattanooga State title game. So they're going to be a highly competitive, very athletic team. Monterey's got the task, a tall task in front of them. They absolutely do. I mean, Fayetteville, they had a lot of success from the single A level. We talked about it. Obviously, 2020 state champions and then last season they had double digit wins last year however moving to double a it's been a bit of a challenge for Fayetteville they definitely had a very tough schedule they lost five of their first six games but the Fayetteville Tigers are on a four game winning streak heading into this playoff game 
Do you think that winning streak uh, will have any effect on their confidence and how they play in this game, Coach? Yeah, and you know that that goes to not a like opponent, but a very familiar opponent. You're a you know Fayetteville traveled to Upperman, uh, and that was a 26 to nothing win for Upperman Bees and Adam Kane and staff. And Adam Kane from the Chattanooga area, and so he's very familiar with this program. And so they've played each other uh, the last three years, and actually a very competitive 14 to seven game two years ago. Uh, and, and that tells you the competitiveness of this faithful team. Very athletic, athletic enough to be in the ball game as a double-A team versus a, the two-ranked team in the state for Upperman. So they've got some, some high-level talent, and we're going to see them throughout this ballgame. And we've, we talked about already in the pregame, but this quarterback, Sam Willoughby for Fayetteville, uh, he's, he's been a star all season long, and he is, he is so difficult to deal with. The fact that Fayetteville can get it done through the air and on the ground certainly going to be a challenge for this Monterey Wildcats uh, defense. Yeah, Willoughby, I mean, he's about 6'6", 6'7", 180, 190 pounds, just a massive human being. Looks like a uh, a high-level collegiate player. I, on the way down here talking, you know, I called him Joe Milton Jr. there uh, as, as a good comparison but he's very athletic, very strong for his size. I mean, just look at some of the numbers he's had all year. He, he's 137 completions and 211 attempts. That's 65% completion rate. He's averaging 160 yards through the air per game, 13 touchdowns, only three interceptions. So that's a 99% QB rating. That's tremendous in high school, especially in the AA. Uh, then you've got Henderson, their junior star running back, Who's had over? Who's had right at 100 carries with 504 yards? So he's averaging five yards per game, uh, or five yards per carry, 72 yards per game. The, here's one that sticks out to me: what Monterey has to do to eliminate some of that success is he's had three 100-yard games uh, this season with five touchdowns. So those two key players for Fayetteville are someone that uh, Coach Scotty Hughes and staff have to keep an eye on and have to stop for four quarters. And it's certainly going to be difficult. It looks like Monterey is going to get the ball first here in this lovely, lovely night here on Sports Radio 104.7. Fayetteville kicks it away. The Monterey Wildcats field it. That is number three with the ball. He's returning it. He gets tackled and hit down. He falls down at around the 30-yard line. So we're going to see this Monterey Wildcats team get on the ball first. We've seen them a couple times at home, although one fascinating thing about them is they play better on the road. And that's something that Coach Hughes and staff have probably mentioned to them uh, getting into the playoffs here. They have played their best football away from, you know, Monterey, Putnam County. So that's exciting for them, at least some sort of momentum to to, uh, carry on in the game. Now here go the Wildcats, their quarterback, He's going to hand it off to the running back who doesn't get much. He's hit right away at the line of scrimmage. That was Colin Fowler that handed it off there, and I believe that was Rigdon on the carry. Yeah, I gave it to Jalen Rigdon, and that's the guy that's probably going to touch the ball for Monterey Wildcats 75% of the time this game, and deservedly so. Guy who's going to make things happen. they got to find ways to get him the ball, not just through the gaps, but also open field. Second and nine now in the opening possession. Now Fowler's going to hand it off to Rigdon again. Fights forward, pushing the pile, and picks up a few yards to make it a third and medium. Probably going to be about a third and six or third and seven. Actually, no, excuse me, a third and eight. 
not a bad run. Got about three yards, it seemed, right there. But number 72, Braden Serrano for Fayetteville, whose defensive lineman, a sophomore, is about 6'4", almost 300 there. That's going to be someone that's going to be tough to go through this ball game. And let's this first third and long for the uh, for Coach Scotty Hughes. Let's see how they adjust their game plan offensively with a third and long. So now Fowler has Cole Bowman in the backfield with them. Colin Fowler gets the ball. is going to roll out to the keep far it. side. Now he's going to keep it. He's speeding around the edge, and he doesn't have quite enough, not nearly enough. He's stopped after a short gain, and so that will bring up a fourth and five situation on Monterey's opening drive. Yeah, unfortunate. that's going to be a three and out. You know, only a minute and a half of time taken off this clock. You're going to have this high-power Fayetteville offense. Monterey needs to make a slight adjustment right there, get a little more aggressive on the exterior side of it uh, with their three big athletes and see if they can't, uh, you know, contribute some offensive success. Now the big deal here is they got two returners. Let's see if they can handle their uh, Fayetteville's athleticism. And a low snap. They punt it low, so it will take a bounce. That will help keep it away from those returners, so a smart decision. It will roll at around the Tigers' 40-yard line, and it will be marked right right at the 40. So the Fayetteville Tigers, good opening, pose- good, uh, good opening field position, excuse me, for Sam Willoughby and this offense. Yeah, and that wasn't, you know, like I said, that was a bad snap. Uh, was able to get the punt off, low line drive, but you're not wrong. It kept it away from their return men, and that's what Monterey Wildcats defense is going to have to do, do whatever they can to eliminate big plays from some of these big-time athletes for the Tigers. And there's Sam Willoughby gets the ball. He's going to go. He's going to keep it. It was an option keeper. He's running. He's right up the middle. There goes Willoughby, breaking away from tackles. He's still going all the way to the house for a Fayetteville touchdown. Sam Willoughby untouched all the way to the house to open up their scoring in this first quarter. Sprinter speed there. Quarterback read option, uh, run play. They're, they're keying on the running back. Yes, they're probably going to anticipate a handoff. He tucks it and runs, runs by the, the first line of scrimmage and just outruns the linebackers. By the time he got into the secondary, there was no chance for, for his speed to be caught. Uh very difficult play for the Wildcats now. you got to refocus. Uh, six points on the board for the Tigers, and now they've got some momentum. And that was easy. Now they're going to do a trick play here, a two-point conversion. They snap it to number 14. It's going to throw it into the end zone, and it's incomplete. So the Fayetteville Tigers tried to get fancy on a two-point conversion. It does not work. However, in just one play, their star quarterback gets a house call. Right now with 9 minutes and 45 seconds remaining in the first quarter, it is Monterey 0 and Fayetteville 6. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice, get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson across from the funeral home. Easy in and out, before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way, always on time for your team. Fayetteville Tigers are getting ready to kick this ball off back to the Monterey Wildcats after their star quarterback took it 60 yards to the house on one play. 
A low line drive kick takes an awkward bounce, but Monterey is able to field it. They're returning it up the field. They're getting it around the 30 and just past the 30-yard line. So the Monterey Wildcats basically starting in the exact same spot that they were before on their opening drive. Like you said, a little, little squib kick, took a tough hop. Aiden Reagan took the ball, gained another 15 yards on the return. There's your first positive if you're Monterey. Let's see if they can take that into these second set of downs on offense. First and 10 from their own 32-yard line. Monterey went three and out on their opening drive last time. Let's see what Colin Fowler and this offense can do now. They send number 11 in motion. That's Reagan. They're going to hand it off to Rigdon, looking for some space, looking for a holy fights forward, and gets about a yard there. So it's going to be second and nine with nine minutes, 25 seconds currently on the clock in the first quarter. And you got Monterey, the away team, wearing the white jerseys, Fayetteville, the home team, in the, in the all black. There were seven black helmets on the line of scrimmage. Uh, they're keying on those three big guys, Rigdon, Bowman, and Fowler. And, and so you understand they're going to be pressuring up the middle, forcing them to get wide. Second and seven now. Nine minutes remaining in the first quarter on a crisp night here in Fayetteville. Fowler all alone. He throws it out to the flat. He's got his wide receiver number eight there. That's Rigdon. He's fighting for it. Gets close to a first down. That was fascinating. They didn't run it up the middle. They did when a wide receiver bubble screen there, and it picked up some good yardage. It's third and one. And Fayetteville's defense is forcing that play call. You know, up the middle, up the middle. So there's nothing there. There's seven uh, there's seven guys in the box, eight guys in the box. Coach Hughes having to get the ball outside, get it to your playmaker, and there's your first first down of the game. That's some great momentum right there if you're the Wildcats. Third and one on their second possession. You're down just six to nothing. Rigdon motions out of the backfield. It's three wide receivers to the near side. Fowler's all by himself. Direct snap to him. He goes right up the middle. He breaks through. He gets all the way to the 45-yard line of Fayetteville territory before he's finally taken down. The first first down of the game for the Monterey Wildcats, and it's a huge one. And that's what you want. You want your quarterback showing some excitement, some motivation right there. Big run. They're obviously using Rigdon as a decoy as he swings him out wide right, and the quarterback keeper goes up the middle, hops up on the ball. Here comes that quick-paced offense uh, Coach Hughes has with this Wildcat offense. That's what they need if they're going to be successful tonight. Eight minutes remaining in the first quarter. Colin Fowler gets the ball. He's going to No, he's going to keep it. He fakes out a defender in the backfield. There he goes speeding off the far side. He picks up another huge gain. And it looks like he's going to be just shy of another first down. No, they're saying he got it. He stretched across, and he picks up another first down. That was about a 10 or 11-yard run for Colin Fowler. Great job by the, you know, we've, we've said that all year in high school football, the RPO, read pass option. Yes, they're keying on Rigdon. So, again, the second time in a row, Fowler decides to keep it, gets 10 yards, and that's kind of thrown this Fayetteville defense for a little bit of a loop. And Willoughby, I mean, he used the RPO action to get his touchdown, and now it's working out well for Monterey. They're going to send Rigdon out as a decoy again. This time he's going to fake a pass to him. Fowler's going to run up the middle again, fighting past defenders, and once again up the middle. That Rigdon decoy play is working very well for Colin Fowler. He picks up five yards. And, you know, the offensive setup here, you you got Fowler, the QB in the backfield. You've got Rigdon, the running back. He's going laterally in motion, but you've also got three receivers set to the right. So they are trying to spread out this athletic offense or this athletic defense as much as they can to provide those running lanes for guys like Fowler and Bowman and Rigdon. 
Colin Fowler is now going to hand it off to Bowman, who doesn't have much. He's swallowed up in the backfield there. Maybe gains a yard, perhaps, as he falls forward. So it's going to be third and four as they're on around the Fayetteville 29-yard line, getting close to the red zone. A little running back trap from right to left. Uh, Great pursuit by the uh, defensive end for Fayetteville. Just didn't have enough time for that play to develop before it was you know, tracked down in the backfield. So now third and four. They didn't convert their last third down. Colin Fowler gets the ball. He's going to hand off to Bowman. There's tons of space. Great blocking. Bowman goes right through and rumbles over two Fayetteville defenders. And now they are deep in the red zone on around the Fayetteville 10-yard line. First and goal. First and goal. First time in the red zone. you got the fans fired up here. you got the cheerleaders going. That was a great, tremendous front line hole right there. The offensive line moving guys around, which is very difficult from this Fayetteville line. They're, they're averaging probably 20 to 30 more pounds on you know defensively on that line versus the Wildcats of Monterey. And they had to call their first time out. That's a lot of momentum right now in the Wildcats. The Fayetteville Tigers starting to panic a little bit. They call their first timeout of the game. So timeout on the field, 5.50 remaining. It is Fayetteville 6 and Monterey nothing. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The Property Company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The Property Company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The Property Company, proud supporters of our local athletes. This is your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. And right now, the Monterey Wildcats are first and goal on the nine-yard line in this playoff game against Fayetteville. Here they go. Colin Fowler's going to hand off to Bowman, trying to go up the middle. He's fighting. He's still Great fighting. Job. He breaks the tackle. Big oh, my hit. goodness, a huge hit in the end zone. The Tigers Touchdown. defender lost his lid, and that is a touchdown for the Wildcats. Wow. Tremendous, tremendous individual effort right there by Gavin Bowman. Was Had arms all over him. Felt like he was running through the tires right there through practice. Had five guys on him. Broke through. Safety comes up. Lays a hit on him. His helmet goes flying. Gavin Bowman gets in the end zone for the first score of the game for the Wildcats. Tremendous run. And now the extra point is good. It's, it's an awkward snap, but it gets right through. Hey, I tell you what, right now, this if you would have thought Monterey would have been up by one going into the uh, this first quarter right here, this is a, a shocker right now, and you got to run with this tide wave if you're Monterey Wildcats. Absolutely. Very, very exciting here. 5.42 remaining in the first quarter. It is Fayetteville 6 and Monterey 7. This is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Every day on November 11th, Twin Lakes celebrates our veterans, the ones in active duty, in reserves, or retired, and the ones who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Twin Lakes will forever be grateful for the home of the free because of the brave. In honor of all veterans, Twin Lakes Business Offices will be closed on Friday, November 10th. Take time to thank a veteran, not just today, but every day. Monterey Wildcats are now about to kick the ball back off to the Fayetteville Tigers. 
And the kick is underway after they scored to go up 7-6. to six. Here goes the Tigers' return man, number 13. Gets the Fayetteville Tigers back to around some solid field position. Very similar spot they had on their opening drive. This time they're going to be on their 35-yard line. Good, per, good pursuit right there. You know, one thing that you're, you're noticing that we're noticing, and these fans are as well, the Tigers from Fayetteville, just, they're more athletically gifted right now. They've got some speed and quickness, but that was great pursuit from the defensive return team from Monterey, and they're going to have to team tackle this bunch. You know, We saw the other effect of that with, uh, with Samuel Willoughby going right through the middle. It's going to be very difficult to tackle these guys, but it's going to have to be a team effort. And Samuel Willoughby this time is going to hand off to the running backs, trying to make a couple of moves, but he's swallowed up in the backfield. My goodness, he got tackled by a herd of Wildcats. That was Kavion Henderson getting taken down. My goodness, like that was said, a great defensive play. A herd of them. There's three, four of them, very successful on defense right now. Monterey, you know, after one play, giving up a one long yardage play, kind of has no momentum, a couple of first downs on offense, and now all of a sudden – Monterey has the momentum, and they're playing like it. Last year, the Wildcats went on the road and upset someone in the playoffs who was even further away. So now they're trying to upset the Tigers. Here goes Henderson again. Oh, my goodness, he's surrounded by Wildcats, and he's taken out in the backfield for a second straight play. This is going to be a third and long for the Fayetteville Tigers. Logan Montgomery got him in the backfield, was unable to get him down, but slowed him down enough to where three other defenders were able to get him and keep him for a minimal game or at a loss. It is third and 10, third and 11 for the Fayetteville Tigers. Completely different than how they went on their opening drive when their star quarterback, Samuel Willoughby, took it 60 yards to the house on one play. Now they're going to have to pick up a difficult third and long. they got two receivers to the near side. They're sending number 10 in motion. They fake the Jets' uh, sweep. They throw it over the middle, and it's slapped down. Incredible defense from number three there on the Monterey Wildcats. My goodness, he was looking for number 19 down the middle, and an incredible pass breakup was made. That was a 15-yard slant, big, tall, lefty Willoughby, a strong cannon of an arm, trying to get that first down. McCants comes right behind him, avoids that right arm hook, gets his left hand in front of the ball on that slant, and broke up the play. That's a big-time defensive play in the secondary. That was a very impressive play, and now... Uh, number three is, is back as a returner. And so now Fayetteville is about to punt it away. The Tigers lining up for a punt. Their first punt of the game. There goes the punt. Long. And it is caught by number three who has to, oh, bobbled it for a second. That was almost dangerous for Monterey. But he gets it just past the 40-yard line at the 41-yard line. The Wildcats will set up first and 10 with four minutes and 10 seconds remaining. That was uh, Jacob Hobson, number three right there. I believe I uh, called him uh, Jaden McCancer, number five. Both those guys have been in the secondary uh, and been getting improving all year long. But those uh, last two plays were for Jacob Hobson. Hobson is an incredible receiver and defensive back, and he's shown it so far. Now here's Colin Fowler in the backfield by himself as they let Rigdon go far out. Fowler, he's going to keep it. He's got space to the near side. He's got the edge. He gets taken down by number 11, but not until a six- or seven-yard gain. And you just look at the offensive strategy here. You know, Coach Hughes tries to go up the middle, tries to force uh, the pressure in the A-B gaps to get him between the linemen. Well, those first couple series, it didn't work. And now he's getting those three receivers wide left. you got the running back in motion, receiver wide right, and you're kind of getting your quarterback out 
outside the hash marks, that's more successful at the moment. And Fowler has a lot of speed, too, and he's shown it so far. Second and four, they hand off to Rigdon. He's looking for a hole up the middle. He spins and spins and falls forward, picks up a decent gain of a couple of yards. So it's going to be third and two with three and a half minutes remaining in this first quarter. And these back-to-back plays of going out wide left, wide right, allow that play to gain two to three yards instead of yardage for loss from the defense right there of the Tigers. They're just very big and athletic. And so once you stretch them out, you might start falling forward and and making those third and manageables. Three minutes remaining in the first quarter, third and two to go. The Fayetteville home crowd trying to get loud. They give it to Bowman. This time there isn't as much space. He's swallowed up. Number eight takes him down for the Fayetteville Tigers. That is Calvin Hughes on the huge stop, and it's fourth and three now. Just good pursuit, you know, big big players on that side. Uh, they did a good job of team tackling, which they have not done uh, from Fayetteville's side very well just yet. And now Tiger Stadium is getting more fired up. Their, their home side, you know, is filled up as this first quarter has Big gone Big play on. call right here, fourth down. And wow, Yamaneray is going to go for it, a fourth and three in their own territory, and it looks like the head coach is going to think about it a little bit more in a close game. Sometimes that happens in the first quarter, second quarter. You've got your three timeouts. You, you send your offense out there to see what the defending coach is going to do, and then you know you're going to call that timeout because you're probably not going to need it at the end of the, third, at the, end of the second quarter. And it's a little cat and mouse game. Checking out some strategy from Coach Hughes. Timeout on the field with two minutes, 19 seconds remaining. It is uh, Fayetteville 6 and Monterey 7. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. Away for the Monterey Wildcats, and it takes a nice bounce at around the 25-yard line. So that's where the Fayetteville Tigers will pick up with two minutes and 11 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Just a reminder: a wrap-up of this game and all the Friday night action will be Saturday morning at nine, live from Chick-fil-A. The high school playbook built by Mountain Barn Builders, live on the Rock 93.7. And there's going to be a lot of games to talk about tomorrow morning. You know, York in 2A is hosting Eagleton at 7-0 in the first. Uh, Stone Memorial is up over Hickson as a 3C versus the 2, 27-14 at halftime. And then you've got DeKalb County down to Red Bank in the second quarter, 14-0. There's a, several more games uh, in the go as well. So now Fayetteville lines up first and 10 on their own 25. Willoughby is going to hand it off. He's got his running back number 80 and makes a nice move. He's still cutting up the field, and he gets past the first down and a whole lot more. That was that was Calvin Hughes who made a huge defensive play on the previous series, picks up a massive first down. That was about 15 yards on that run. Yeah, and he's had 37 carries, uh, 211 yards on the ground this season. 
and he's had three TV, three touchdowns, so he's a bigger guy that's going to get, try to get in the end zone. And now they're going to give it quickly to Henderson. Henderson going off the far side, and he's, he's looking for some space. He gets close to another first down. That was about a seven-yard gain, I'd say, so second and – or maybe a five-yard gain, second and five to go on close to midfield. And this is another team that likes to work fast on offense, so – Coach Hughes' team does as well. So it's going to be two fast-paced defensively games. And so second and five to go. Will it be a high snap? He's going to throw it down low to number 14. He's looking for some space. He's got the first down, spins forward, and that'll be another first down for the Fayetteville Tigers as both teams collide. That's Fernando Leslie on the carry. Good pursuit, good team tackling, just unfortunately after six yards. So that's going to be another first down. Monterey not playing bad defense. The Tigers just having a, uh, a better offensive performance at the moment. Tigers having a serious drive now. Now it's Willoughby with his back in the backfield with him. He's going to fake the pass, going to throw it out short. Oh, nice curl round for number 13 who cuts upfield, spinning upfield past the 30. Oh, my goodness, he's taken down close to Monterey's 25-yard line. That was Kententius Henderson, who was the top wide receiver on this Fayetteville team. And that was a big throw. I mean, it was a little seven-yard out, boom, right at his knees, but – Felt like that ball 60 miles an hour. Now will it be fixed again. Same exact play. Gets it to Henderson. Spins off a tackle. Speeds down the sideline. And he's in the corner of the end zone for the Fayetteville Tigers. Kentius Henderson spun out the defender again. Same exact play. And it works to perfection. Yeah, I mean, they're seeing something on uh, on offense there. They're, they're trying to target a certain uh, defensive back. Uh, Yepes is the guy there. They were looking towards... Missed the first tackle with the you know, the play before missed that tackle as well, and that kid you know, too fast to miss a tackle. Twenty five yards later, he's got a six points. Kentius Henderson, incredible playmaking ability there, two catches and a touchdown on that drive. Now the Fayetteville going Tigers are going to go for two again, twelve to seven currently. Willoughby is going to hand it off to number eight, who just powers forward, but he's taken down. Good I don't think he's got it. And, yeah, they're saying he's just short, stopped on the one-yard line. So the Monterey defense comes up huge for the two-point conversion. However, Kentius Henderson still gives the Tigers the lead. With 40 seconds remaining in the first quarter, it is Fayetteville 12 and Monterey 7. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice, get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson across from the funeral home. Easy in and out. Before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way. Always on time for your team. bit different rules here in high school than in, in college or professional so the ball was in the air was tipped about the six yard line but as soon as that ball 
eclipses the end zone, that goal line, it is deemed uh, dead. It doesn't matter if it was touched before or not touched, and that's more of a safety rule for high school. So now the Monterey Wildcats get ready first and 10 on their own 20-yard line. They're down 12-7. to Let's see what their offense can do now. Fowler has the ball. Hands it off to Bowman. Get it, breaking a couple tackles. Ooh, not quite breaking a couple of tackles, but he almost got through there. That was about a five-yard gain. Yeah, number eight, you know, a little short, stocky, athletic fella right there. Grabbed him up. Man, and these guys, Bowman did a great job of moving those legs, which is how he got in the end zone earlier. That's a great technique here late in the season for him. Now Monterey lines up second and six to go as the first quarter is winding down. Fowler is going to hand off to Rigdon right up the middle, and that's just like a big pile right at the line of scrimmage. Not much there, so it'll be third and six, and we're going to have to wait until the start of the second quarter to see it as the first quarter officially ends here in Fayetteville, Tennessee. We've got a close one right now, Coach. The Tigers and the Wildcats doing a battle. At the end of the first quarter, it is Fayetteville 12 and Monterey 7. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. On Sports Radio 104.7. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's game sponsored by Cookville Regional. State-of-the-art care right here at home. Cookville Regional. It's the way we care. By the property company. The home you've always wanted. Your family's special place. Let the property company go to work for your dream. On the way. Jackson Street at Buffalo Valley Road, Cookville. It's on the way by One Bank and by AL Plumbing. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. 
fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. Practice here, game day there. You never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy, salty snack, ice-cold drinks to cool off after practice. Get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. Hand it up, when life slow hand up to the 14. Wasn't able to gain much, maybe gained a yard or two. So that's going to set up a third and medium there for the Monterey Wildcats. He was going in motion, just just wasn't able to get much. Well, a handoff to Luke Blaylock there. He's been great on defense so far this year. So Coach Hughes and staff trying to uh, change it up a little bit, get different guys some different looks, maybe keep them. Uh, it's going to be a long game, four-quarter game, give the guys some rest. Also, they're king on their you know number eight, nine, and ten there for uh, Monterey, so Fayetteville knows where the ball is going for the most part. Third and seven. They've already picked up one third down conversion. Can they do it again? Fowler in the backfield, looking deep, looking for his receivers. Throws it deep downfield for number three. He has to jump up, and oh, my goodness, it's incomplete. He had two defenders all over me. Jumped up at the 40-yard line of the Tigers. That ball just hung up in the air a bit too long, and it's an incomplete pass, fourth and seven. Twins on the near side, receiver set. Uh, the inside guy breaks it off about 10, 15 yards back to the quarterback. The outside guy just on a go route. Ball was thrown, kind of a little bit of a duck out there, wobbling in the air about 30, 35 yards. Uh, I believe that was a Hobson makes a great adjustment to come back and get it. Almost high points it, just falls short. Now Monterey has to punt it away, a low line drive punt that's going to roll just past the 40 so now it's going to be down at around the 37-yard line, 38-yard line of the Fayetteville Tigers where they'll pick the pick up back again. Ten minutes and 20 seconds remaining in the second quarter. And that doesn't, you know, look very appealing, the low line drive kick that rolls. But that does keep those athletes, those return guys uh, on Fayetteville Tigers team at bay. They, they don't have a chance to return. So you take that if your coach using the staff. I agree with you. I think they are doing it on purpose as a strategic reason. And now the Tigers sit up first and 10 on their own 38. Shotgun set. Willby throws it out short to a receiver on a little screen pass, and he doesn't get much. Maybe just gets past the line of scrimmage and gains a yard on that play. And look, this guy's already shown he's got a cannon for an arm, can throw it left and right-hand side of the field quickly. So they've got two receivers left and right with a running back in motion, so they're trying to move this thing. Uh, laterally as well second and eight to go just under 10 minutes remaining in this second quarter willoughby high snap he's going to keep it he throws it out short backwards number three he has to pick it up he didn't realize he had to for a second that's going to be a huge loss wow that could have been disastrous for the tigers instead fortunate for them it's a it's just a tackle for a loss and it's going to be a third and 12 coming up so they almost use that as a quarterback option as a pass because he Tries to go move, throws it behind the line of scrimmage. The guy drops it. Good job by Monterey, but still pursuing because sometimes you think that's an incomplete pass. They get him for a loss right there. Now it's third and very long. That could have been very disastrous for Fayetteville and very fortunate for Monterey if Monterey was able to get that ball because it was backwards. We could see it from our vantage point. It definitely was. But just a tackle for a loss, third and 12. Willoughby, high snap. Now he's looking downfield. He's rolling out to the far side. He throws. He's got number 13 open, and he just underthrows it. He actually might have been looking for a different receiver. 
But, man, if he was looking for number 13 downfield, his guy, Kentius Henderson, was wide open, and he just didn't see him. The defensive pressure allowed that because he had a guy 40 yards downfield wide open, but the defensive pressure got him in motion, got him running downfield, and so he had to throw it underneath to the 10-yard crossing route, which was double covered versus being able to see that 40-yard go route available. So now it's fourth down. Good job on the defense for the Wildcats. Fourth and 12 with nine minutes remaining in the second quarter, and the Tigers about to punt it back to Jacob Hobson, who's back as a returner. He's already made a few big plays in this game. Another little bit of a trick play for your Fayetteville. They punt it away. Hobson's going to move away from it. It'll take a bounce, take a bounce past the 30, and will roll to the Monterey 25-yard line. we got a ball game. We've got a great ball game right now. Both teams playing chess against each other so far, Coach. That's what I love about football. It's the ultimate strategy game, trying to figure out what works. What I loved about Monterey is on their first possession, they went three and out, and they realized that going up the middle like that against Fayetteville just isn't going to work, and they've completely changed their game plan. But now they've stalled out again. Let's see what Monterey can do to make changes this time as they're down 12-7. to Fowler gets the ball. He's going to hand off to Rigdon, and he gets hit in the backfield, maybe gets a yard. A near side trap, left-hand side trap for Rigdon there, maybe gains a yard. Again, getting back on the ball pretty quick. So he actually gained two yards, I guess, because he fell forward, so that's always good. He always seems to do that as well. He seems to lean forward, get extra yardage. Second and eight to go, under eight and a half minutes remaining in this first half. Three receivers to the right. Fowler's got a running back in the backfield with him. I believe that's Rigdon. Now Fowler's going to fake a pass out. Now he speeds through. He's got some space. Looks like he's going to be close to a first down. He faked a pass out short and ran forward. And I believe it's going to be third and very short. Third and one. And and while that play was successful was they were either trying to go for a quick slant or a receiver screen, and he was legitimately trying to throw it. So the fake was actually there, and he he realized the D-backs were in the the area. I'm just going to keep this, stretch the field. He got five, six, seven yards. That's just a smart quarterback who is confident to use his legs as well. But now it's a third and one. They're going to hand it to Bowman, and there's nothing there. The Tigers were all ready for it. And Gavin Bowman gets absolutely swallowed up and thrown down by a herd of Tigers. Yeah, number eight, Calvin Hughes right there. We've, I've seen his number, his name called about three or four times. He's just around the ball every play. Uh, good, good pursuit. They had three guys on Rigdon. Not a bad play call, just better uh, executed from the defensive perspective. The defense did a good job of keying in on Monterey's star players there, Bowman. And so now, fourth and two, they're in their own territory. they got to punt this one away. And number seven, Kavion Henderson is in the back waiting for him. Waiting to return it. And it looks like that play clock going all the way down to zero. Monterey's actually going to take a timeout. Yeah, they had ten guys on the field. Coach Hughes recognized that pretty quick. Uh, didn't panic, knew he had extra time out. Going to give their guys a breather right there and uh, discuss it. So now, with a timeout on the field, it is Fayetteville 12 and Monterey 7.
You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. to Contaeus Henderson. That's going to be a short punt. Bounce past the 40, rolls past the 35, and it's like we got deja vu. The ball just keeps ending up on the same spots uh, over and over again. It's going to be back to the Fayetteville Tigers 30, uh, 30, I want to say it's the 33-yard line. And that's okay. That's just good football. You know, both teams offensively are kind of getting – uh, stood up a little bit. The defenses on both sides are a little more effective right now. Uh, they're trying to keep that field position from being one-sided. In the last two to three times, both teams have had to do so just to kind of keep them uh, from having an advantage. First and 10 on their own 33. They get a jet sweep out to number three, who goes on the far side. There is a flag on the play as he's still moving. It's close to a first down. However, the flag may take this great Tigers play back, and yes, it is holding on the Fayetteville Tigers, so that will back them up. That's only the first penalty on the Tigers this whole game, only the second penalty overall in this game. And what's what's interesting about that play is, yes, it is a jet sweep, but the receiver coming from the near side to the far side runs in front of the quarterback. The quarterback actually tosses it up into the air. If there was any kind of bobble and the ball hits the ground, that would actually be classified as a pass, an incompletion uh, instead of a fumble. So he gets a pass play, uh, but that was unfortunate for Fayetteville. Big-time play from uh, Monterey for being in the right position to force that hold. First and 20 to go now for the Fayetteville Tigers. Six minutes and 32 seconds remaining in this second quarter. Now they're backed way up to their own, I want to say that's the 23-yard line. Willoughby is going to throw it out short to number three on a screenplay. He uses a stiff arm, breaks a tackle, goes down the sideline, and finally gets taken out by number 11 there. Aiden Reagan. Reagan with a great tackle, so now it's going to be second and about nine to go for the Fayetteville Tigers. So they basically got all that penalty yardage back just on that play. Yepes and Reagan, I mean, with these athletes, these are the two defensive backs for uh, Monterey. They are going to get tested all night long, so they've got to have a big game. Willoughby had thrown it out to Keenan Hockett was the guy he found. He was actually the guy previously on the jet sweep that didn't count. Shotgun set. Instead, they said number 19 in motion from the near side to the far side. The tight end split out wide. Now Willoughby's going to look that way. He's going to throw it out short to his running back, number 7, who's got some speed, tries to make a cut, and gets taken down. Really good tackle there from number 14 to set up a third and medium now. Luke Blaylock right there. That was a tremendous individual solo tackle uh, to eliminate what could have been a big play for Fayetteville. Just a five-yard game. Could have been because Kavion Henderson, who's – Usually a big-time star. It's just not been his night so far. He's, he's just had a bunch of unfortunate plays. He could have had a huge gain there, tried to make a cut, and you're right, Blaylock got a, made a great tackle. So now they got to think about this one. Third and five, play clock down to 10 seconds. 
as they get ready to snap this ball. And Willoughby drops back, deep drop back. He's getting under pressure. He's got to throw this one, throws it incomplete. He was looking for number 13, Kentius Henderson. And that whole thing was blown up by this incredible Monterey Wildcats defense. We said these guys, Jalen Rigdon, Gavin Bowman on offense, but that was a big-time defensive pressure by them. Three guys in the backfield for Monterey forcing that incomplete pass. Now you got fourth and six. Let's see if they go for the punt in their own territory or some sort of a, uh, a minor trick play. Fourth and five, five minutes and 31 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Looks like this one's likely going to be a punt. High snap. A lot of the snaps for Fayetteville have been very high tonight. High punt. Going to take a bounce. So what was significant about that real quick was uh, that's your quarterback, and they had two receivers left and right, so he's kind of reading that for later in the game because he's choosing to punt that, but it can also very easily feel like that's a shotgun set. And if they're in Monterey or if they're around around midfield, that might be a situation later in the game where they go for it, where they run a run a trick play there. But still be first and 10 for the Monterey Wildcats at around their own 35-yard line. Five minutes and 24 seconds remaining in the first half. 12-7 game, 12-7 Tigers lead. And now Fowler's trying to hand it off to his running back, and that's swallowed up immediately by the Tigers. Oh, my, he tried to get it to Bowman, and there literally was just nothing there. The moment when he handed it off, that was a three-yard loss. Yeah, Bryson for the Tigers was in the backfield there. Just a a big-time play by them, Uh, second and 12. Second and 13, five minutes remaining in this first half. We've moved, you know, fairly quickly through this game here, fairly quickly through this first half. Both teams like to run the ball. And so now there's three receivers out to the near side, one to the far side. Going to send Reagan in motion from the near to the far side of us. Now Fowler drops back. He's got pressure in his face. Ball's out. out. Loses the football. Fortunately, Monterey picks it up. That could have been disastrous, but Rigdon saves the day. But my goodness, Calvin Hughes was in the backfield again. I think he technically forced that fumble. That was very fortunate for the Wildcats that – I believe that was Rigdon in the backfield. That ball bounced up about waist high, and he just happened to be in the right spot at the right time to uh, recover that thing. Otherwise, it was potentially six for the Tigers. Yeah, Wrightberg was also in there. I think he gets credited with the tackle for a loss. Hughes hit the ball. Now it's third and 32, but at least it's not a Fayetteville touchdown, which it very easily could have been. Four minutes to go in the first half third and 32 I think Monterey is just going to try to get some space here Fowler has it looking to throw the ball he throws it out short to number five McCants McCants gets it. he loses the ball that's a fumble number 15 picks it up and that's a Fayetteville touchdown big hit right there Uh, McCants does a great job catch that ball coming towards the sideline turns up field and gets hit by both sides Uh, number 15 took the brunt of that hit and Ball squirted out. Again, a two-hopper. He picks the thing up and walks into the end zone with three other guys. Uh, So right as that was just about to happen earlier, it happens on the very next play anyways. That was Zion Najee takes it into the end zone. Again, untouched, easy fumble recovery touchdown. Now the Fayetteville Tigers are up 18-7. However, they are going to go. Looks like they're going to kick an extra point this time after – 
two failed two-point conversions earlier in this game. Up 11, you know, they've had two missed opportunities for extra points. Uh, the the two-point conversion on both times, so they're going to choose to go for one here, make it a 12-point game. And the extra point is good. It sneaks through before the Wildcats get there. So with three minutes and 39 seconds remaining after a big-time scoop and score, it is Fayetteville 19 and Monterey 7. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. Fayetteville Tigers will kick it back to the Monterey Wildcats after scoring a sweeping score. Here's a couple of score updates. Upperman High School, 28 to nothing at the moment. you got Macon County, 20 to nothing. Sale Creek is up on Clay County, 13 to 12. Red Bank is up on DeKalb County, 14 nothing. Stone Memorial, 27-14. And York is up 27 to nothing as well. All these games are either at halftime or late in the second quarter. Sounds like we've got one of the better games so far as Fayetteville kicks it away, a low kick, and Reagan is going to field it off the ground, looking for some space, bounces off a tackler, bounces off another tackler. He might have some space here. He goes off to the far side and gets taken down at around the Monterey 40-yard line. So the Wildcats definitely have some better field position. they got to light a fire here to try to get back into this game. And that's how you start it. Picked up the ball, scooped up uh, about the 15-yard line, gets some momentum, makes the first man miss, bounces outside. Uh, a little push tackle for Fayetteville allows him to get outside even more uh, before it's almost the 40-yard line before he's taken down. So a ball actually on the 35-yard line now. Monterey gets up bunch formation. We've seen this formation from the Wildcats a lot. They snap it to Fowler. He's got some space, gets around the edge. Picks up a first down for the Wildcats as he tumbles out of bounds. Or, excuse me, gets close to a first down. That's going to be a gain of about seven or eight yards for Fowler. Fowler goes to the right-hand side around the end and and just looks for that linebacker, puts his head down and runs through. (laughs) Three minutes and 21 seconds. The clock has stopped as he went out of bounds in this first half. Second and three to go, so he got tackled a little bit shorter than I thought. But yeah, they're all bunched up on the line with one player back in the backfield. Direct snap back to that player. Goes up the middle. I believe that was Bowman, and it was. And he gets taken out close to a first down. It looks like they don't quite get the first down. It's a gain of about one or two. So it's going to be a third and short with three minutes remaining in the first half for the Monterey Wildcats. And they're coming off of a, a tough turnover here. It's third and two. You know, this would be huge momentum uh, as you get ready to go into the halftime. Bunched up on the line again. Third and two. Direct snap backwards. Great blocking. They're fighting forward. They've easily got the first down. 
as they get past the 45-yard line. That was Rigdon this time. But you said right there, great block. Darnell Cesar Hernandez came on the end right there. Number six for Fayetteville was in the backfield, ready to make that tackle for a loss. Hernandez hit the guy, which allowed for that positive yards play. So great, great up front uh, blocking from Monterey. And now Reagan is in the backfield. We've seen this formation from Monterey multiple times in the previous games we've covered. Now they're going to direct snap it back to Reagan, who's got some speed, and he gets taken down. Not much there. Big hit on Fayetteville. Reagan, again, uh, an athletic. uh, You know, he's just an athlete from Monterey. Got speed and got met with some size on the right-hand side. Just under two minutes remaining in this first half. It's second and nine. Ball close to the midfield line for Monterey. They hurry up back to the line. Under two minutes. They've still got the same formation going. They get it to Bowman. Goes up the middle. Bowman pushing the pile for Bowman room. breaks through. There goes Gavin Bowman. He's on all, all the way. Number 21 does the angle. Doesn't get him. Touchdown. Wow, what a run. What a run. Oh, wow. Gavin Bowman broke through. He's got the hot hand right now, and he puts the Wildcats back into this one. He does have the hot hand, goes to the right-hand side, looking to run people over, gets through, the, goes up the B-gap, the crowd, the, the offensive line just starts to push him. There, a bunch of arm tackling. He breaks loose and outruns the Fayetteville defensive backs. Great individual effort right there, great team effort to get the ball into the end zone for the second time tonight. Excuse me, it's actually they marked him one oh, yard wow. shy, which I wow. am shocked at. Well, that's all right. You still got a minute 28 right here, first and goal. Sec- first and goal on the one-yard line. They're bunched up on the line. Direct snap to Fowler. Goes right up the middle. I don't think he quite got there unless he stretched it forwards. They're going to move the bodies off the pile. And they do not give it to him. So it's going to be second and goal from the one-yard line, a minute 20 seconds remaining. I'm shocked they didn't give Bowman that touchdown. I'm he just being have, completely honest. must have stepped just out of line. You know, the, the DB met him right there at the pylon. He must have just clipped that white chalk. That could make a huge difference here as it's second goal. Now there's a flag Delay on the play. Game. Oh, no. Delay of game on Monterey. Oh, this is starting to look concerning for the Wildcats. The fans are not happy here on the Wildcats sideline. It's going to be second and goal from the six-yard line. Yeah, Coach Hughes is asking why they did not reset that play clock. So there's some discussion here between the uh, the Wildcats and the other officials. I agree because... That, that was very quick. I was like, how is it already a delay of game? That that didn't make any sense at all either. And it's it's second and, uh, second and goal on the one. That would make it second and six potentially. Again, they're still discussing it. But if you're Monterey, you've got to make sure you don't just get defeated on one penalty. Yes, you thought that was an end zone. That was a touchdown. All the momentum there is kind of the rug swept underneath you. So it looks like they're going to uh, discuss it, wave the flag off. And so they did not reset the play clock, which now that's going to make it second and goal from the one-yard line here. So they still got three opportunities to put this thing in the end zone. Great job by the referees because, you know, it's not easy for some referee crews to admit that they actually made a mistake. I mean, I feel like a lot of referee crews will just say, you know what, 
deal with it. <laughs> but but these but these referees made a great call here to put this back on the one. It's the playoffs. You want to make sure you get every call right. They just they're, they're taking their time now because they had to go to the uh, the uh, home side to uh, give an explanation. So good for them to get it right. Now direct snap. Back to the running back who powers forward, and that is a no-doubt Monterey Wildcats touchdown for Jalen Rigdon. That's big. That's Hey, give it to the guy that we want. Big man, big wheels, run through somebody, Wildcats set up, and he got ahead of steam and just tried to run over whoever it was, just one guy to beat, uh, but just because that was great offensive blocking right there. The hole was huge, so great job on the offense. We've got some offensive momentum uh, steam rolling right now. Honestly, this works out better for Monterey as they kick the extra point because now there's less time for Fayetteville to do something in this first half. Good point. So with 54 seconds remaining in the first half, it is Fayetteville 19 and the Monterey Wildcats 14. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. Welcome back to the Middle Tennessee uh, Middle Tennessee Gas Natural Gas Game of the Week here on Sports Radio 104.7. 54 seconds remaining in the first half. Monterey just had a huge drive, scored a touchdown, and the PA announcer is talking about hot hands because it's cold outside here in Fayetteville, Tennessee. But I tell you, Gavin Bowman and Jalen Rigdon, they've got the hot hand right now. They absolutely do. They, they're running downhill very well. They're uh, facing an opponent with a lot of athleticism, and they're going with physicality. I love it. And now they kick it off back to Fayetteville. The crowd is into it, and that one is fielded by number seven. Gets up to around the 20, makes a cut, gets hit hard, and he gets hit again. Fights forward to get right to around the 20-yard line. That was Kavion Henderson. Big, and Big and kick right there. A lot of air time. Uh, number seven for uh, – it gives number seven, the athlete for the Tigers, a lot of time back there, and that makes you nervous if you're a, a fan of the Monterey Wildcats right now because he's very elusive. But, again, this defense is here to play tonight for Monterey. They are doing a great job of swarm tackling, team tackling, or eliminating those uh, big plays other than that first one of the ball game. Yes, ever since that first play, the Fayetteville offense hasn't been as explosive. Again, one of their touchdowns is a defensive touchdown. Now here goes Willoughby. He's going to pitch it option out to left. Henderson on an option play, and there isn't much there as Rigdon absolutely throws him down to the ground, and they're going to call an unsportsmanlike fa- flag on that. I, I don't know about that, Coach. What do you think on that one? <laughs> We're on the, the far side of the field. I, I, I can tell you what the uh, the Monterey Wildcat fans think about it. <laughs> but he went over there and kind of not necessarily body slammed him, throws him across the side there. In, in high school football, they don't want that extra push into the ground. They, they want you to kind of, once you're out there off the sideline, to give it up a little bit. 
But, you know, that's you got 35 seconds. It's going to be a 15-yard penalty. That's not the worst thing in the world to kind of, hey, say, boys, listen, we're here. We're going to be physical. We're in your face. As long as you can keep them out of the end zone for 35 more seconds, that's okay. I'll, I'll take some of that uh, intimidation, if you will. I mean, come on. This is playoff football. I mean, you know. But in any case, 35 seconds, first and 10. Here goes Willoughby. He's going to throw it out short to Henderson, this time on the near side. Tries to make a move. Isn't much there. The Wildcats defense swallowing him up. Aiden Reagan and Gavin Bowman taking down Henderson. And the clock continues to run. I'm not sure the Tigers the Tigers do take a timeout here with 20 seconds remaining on the clock. Aiden Reagan again. We, we said it earlier. Uh, yep is Reagan uh, and Blaylock. These these defensive backs, they're going to get tested. And so that's what the Tigers are doing to Fayetteville. They're trying to get it outside wide to their athletes. But Monterey's defense is responding to the call. And they made some great individual efforts. You know, Coach Hughes right there is kind of – and the, the fans over here are trying to argue some some holding calls. But, that's hey, this is a very physical game, as we've already seen. And, and, and emotions are at the highest level because loser goes home. Loser season is over, so it, it's playoff football. This is fun, and losing and loser season ends in a losing season, of course, too. I mean, you don't want to finish five and six. You'd at least, if you're going to make it to the playoffs, you'd at least like to have a winning record. I feel like on top of that too. So both yeah, these I mean, teams five and five. So well, let's talk about that right there. Just how Monterey has gotten here. You talked about not being great at home, but they were the number three seed coming in to get here. They had to go through the fourth tiebreaker just to get in with Westmoreland, which kicked out Trousdale County. Then they had the head-to-head against Westmoreland, so they went from potentially being out to the three seeds. So they're, they're riding a lot of playoff waves here. And now they're going to hand it off up the middle. This time it's Calvin, big Ball Calvin, out. and he fumbles the football. Monterey's got it with 10 seconds remaining. My goodness, Calvin Hughes was rumbling, stumbling through, and he loses that football on a huge hit. And the Monterey Wildcats will have it around midfield with just under 10 seconds remaining in this game, in this first half, excuse me, not the game in the first half. Man, like I said, you know, this game has turned physical, and Monterey is matching, if not exceeding that at physical level with these opponents. This is a game that they're putting, uh, you know, pads on, you know, they're getting lower than the other team. And that right there was a great individual solo tackle, uh, punched the ball out. Looks like Monterey has come away with a fumble there. You've only got eight seconds. There's an injured player down for Fayetteville. Uh, but this is a, a gr- another turnover for Monterey. Unfortunately, that injured player who was Fernando Leslie is able to get up. It looked like he was hitting the knee, which is always concerning. But he's able to get up. Is uh, going back to the sideline on his own power. Very, very reassuring to see there for the Fayetteville Tigers. You're right, there's only eight seconds remaining. First and ten at right at the 48-yard line of Monterey. So if you're the Monterey head coach, uh, Coach Wes Shanks, what do you do here? Well, I mean, you might have time for one play. I mean, throw it, throw it deep, get it outside so that it's going to be a 30, 40-yard pass play to the outside. Or you might be satisfied down five right here with all the momentum in the world running over guys. So, Looks like they are in the bunch formation. I can't remember how many timeouts they have left, so maybe they They've can got do a one. Running, so maybe they can do a running play, take a timeout and throw it deep. They get it to Bowman. 
who gets out at around the edge, and he doesn't gain much. He's taken down. One second, zeros on the clock. So that is going to do it for our first half here. We've got ourselves a ball game here at a crisp, cool 50-degree night, fall weather, playoff weather here in Fayetteville, Tennessee. And right now the home team Tigers are ahead at halftime, 19 to Monterey's 14. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's game sponsored by Cookville Regional. State-of-the-art care right here at home. Cookville Regional. It's the way we care. By the property company. The home you've always wanted. Your family's special place. Let the property company go to work for your dream. On the way. Jackson Street at Buffalo Valley Road, Cookville. It's on the way. By One Bank. And by AL Plumbing. The plumber who does it right. AL Plumbing. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. When you're looking for help getting after your goals, it's good to have someone to block and tackle for you. Folks around here have counted on One Bank of Tennessee for over 120 years. Being a One Bank of Tennessee customer feels like having your own on-call financial guide, because you do. One who believes banking should be easy to understand and easy to do, in person or online. Find them at OneBankTN.com or meet them neighbor to neighbor at a branch near you. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time. And you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. At Tier 1 Urgent Care, performance and efficiency drive our practice. If you have joint pain, back pain, or have sustained a sprain or fracture, come see Tier 1 Urgent Care. Skip the ER and see Dr. Derek Worley. Fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street. Walk in Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Performance and efficiency to serve the needs of our growing community. Tier 1 Urgent Care. It's the Tier 1 Halftime Report on Sports Radio 104.7. Live from Tiger Stadium with the score Fayetteville 19 and Monterey 14. The Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week continues. Checking the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard, Fayetteville was the team that got on the ball first. 
It was, it was after a Monterey three and out on their opening possession. Then the Fayetteville Tigers get it, and their superstar quarterback, six foot seven, over two hundred pounds, Sam Willoughby, just fakes a handoff, keeps it himself, and goes sixty yards right up there, breaks away from everybody, and scores the game's opening touchdown. They go for two and fail to convert. Then. Later, the Monterey Wildcats, they take their first lead of the game after they have a successful drive where they mix it up, both running and passing. Ends with a Gavin Bowman touchdown run, who was a major factor on that drive. Monterey Wildcats then are up 7-6. to six. Then the Fayetteville Tigers get the ball back in the, in the second quarter, and they go back-to-back passing plays to Kentius Henderson, both the exact same play, a short wide receiver screen. And the second time, he just gets down the sideline and goes into the end zone. They go for two once again, and once again they don't get it, so they have a 12-7 to lead. Then later, the Fayetteville Tigers uh, once again will score because Monterey gets backed up deep into their own territory on a third and 32 after a fumble. Then, for the second straight play, they fumble the ball again. And this time, it's Nanji that runs it into the end zone for the Fayetteville Tigers. This time, they kick the extra point, and it's 19-7. However, the Monterey Wildcats get some massive momentum back right at the end of the first half. As Gavin Bowman has a huge run, gets taken down right at the one-yard line. Then just a couple plays later, it is Rigdon who finishes the drive off with a one-yard rushing touchdown, leaving only about 40 seconds left on the clock. Despite a penalty, Fayetteville gets the ball, fumbles the ball right back to Monterey. They fall on it and decide to go into the locker room with a 19-14 game. Stop by the Frontier Chevrolet, Highway 111 between Cookville and Livingston when your team is ready for a new or pre-owned vehicle. Scores and stats still to come. come. This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC, Equal Housing lender you've been dreaming of that car for a long time and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money you deserve to get the best deal possible but where do you go to find it zach the car guy of course he has more banks and better rates so don't wait any longer get the car you want at the rate you deserve visit zach the car guy today on broad street in cookville or online at zackthecarguy.com and see why he's the best in the business zach the car guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all First key stat I wanted to go over here uh, with you, Coach, is penalties. We've seen only three total penalties in this game, two on Monterey and one on Fayetteville. 
Is that a factor of the referees just not calling things or just both teams are playing that fundamentally sound? I think I think the uh, latter. I think between your offensive line at, for Monterey, they're probably one of the better ball games I've seen them play all year long. Great time to do so. They're moving around that big athletic defensive front of Fayetteville. On the other side of the ball, you know, that there is some uh, positive plays for Fayetteville. They're doing the same. So it's a very physical game. And the team that's having the most success is having the most success outside the tackle box. And, and so they started realizing that this physical game is going to be won outside the hash marks, thus all these uh, low penalties. The only, the only other key stat I really wanted to mention here is that the turnovers. So Monterey's had two fumbles. Fayetteville has had one fumble. Monterey's second one, of course, was more costly because the Fayetteville Tigers scored. But Fayetteville's fumble... Uh, that prevented them from potentially going down and scoring at the end of the first half. Are these fumbles just a result of the players playing nervous or just the physicality that we're seeing from this game? Definitely the physicality. I don't, you know, Monterey was looking a little bit nervous that first play, right? A little shell shock. First play, 60-yard run by the quarterback. Okay, they responded well. You know, a, a well-coached team and, and Coach Hughes got into them, said, guys, we can do this. And then all of a sudden they moved the ball on offense. But that was a huge, unfortunate fumble that allowed for the uh, scoop and score for Fayetteville. That's the difference in this ball game. Now, the, the other fumbles, or excuse me, the fumble that Fayetteville had that Monterey caused right there at the end, that's, that's momentum builders. Yes, they did not. They were not able to produce any points out of that. But just as we've seen the last three to four minutes of this second quarter, Monterey is getting physical. Fayetteville's not liking it. And so that's what you got to do this second half is force yourself on them, push them around. And the, the, typically in playoff football this time of the year, the more physical team is going to come away. And right now we've got a five-point ball game. That's a look at the stats from One Bank. The one bank for all your financial needs. Senior Nick Jones, Monterey High School. Nick, the season is upon us again, which is crazy to think about when it feels like it just ended, you know, a couple weeks ago last year. How excited are you for your senior year? I'm just ready to get it started, get it rolling. Hopefully we have a better season than we did last year. What gives you the confidence this year you guys can have an even better season? I feel like everybody's coming together a lot better than they were last year. Last year it was just a one-person show, and this year we're a whole team this year. As a senior, do you feel like it's kind of your job to make sure you guys are a team to lead the team? Yes, I do. Um, we have five seniors, so we all try to come together and help the whole team as a whole. Do you feel like each of you as seniors have like something you're good at? Is there something each senior does better than others? Oh, yeah, 100%. Some people are good in the post. Some people are good at shooting and dribbling. It's just a whole different thing. What is the Nick Jones specialty? Being hopped on the bench, making threes, <laughs> pretty much anything. Be a good teammate. Be the hype man. All right. Well, building a team certainly happens on and off the floor. What is some of your favorite stuff to do, you think, as a team off the court? Celebrate my teammates when they make something special happen. Just anything. What would you like to accomplish in your senior year, Nick? Make it sub-state, possibly making it a state. Get to the glass house. All right, fair enough. What's your favorite memory from the last three years? Uh, definitely making it to the region semifinals my freshman year with my brother's senior year. 
something special. Yeah, absolutely. That sounds amazing. Uh, what's have you thought about what's next? Have you even considered what comes after senior year? Probably go to Tech and help the basketball team there. If I don't get any scholarships to play basketball, nice. So you want to stay around the game even if you don't necessarily get to play it? Yes. What do you love about the game? What what makes you so in love with basketball that you want to stay a part of it even if you don't play? Just the bonds that you get with any any teammates you can have throughout the whole course you play. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. As the next Titans game approaches, we look at the storylines ahead. It's Titans Preview with game day host Rhett Bryan and Titans Radio's head coach Dave McGinnis. Our head coach of Titans Radio, Coach Mac, Dave McGinnis, has a much-needed day off from Titans Preview, so I'll be doing this one solo. And it's more of a Titans review after the Titans came home with a 3-5 and five record on the 2023 season. Now they fell last night at Acrisure Stadium in Pittsburgh to the Pittsburgh Steelers on Thursday night football to the, the tune of 20 This is the Tier 1 Halftime Report. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your new or pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas.
congrats to the Upper Cumberland. Obviously, with our game, just real quick reminder, Fayetteville is up 19-14 to 14 on Monterey. And here, this is the first week, first round of the TWSAA playoffs. The championship games will be held in Chattanooga. But for this uh, single A, we have Sell Creek, 13, Clay County, 18 at halftime. Clay County, of course, your state runner-up from last season. Let's get into the uh, Class 2A state football playoffs in the round one, where York is up 47-0 to against Eagleton in the first round. Again, a one seed facing a four seed. Smith County in this uh, side of the bracket, Smith County 19, Forest 0 halftime. Fayetteville 19 over Monterey 14 at half. Cascade 0, East Robertson 28. And then the shocker right now in this grouping is Westmoreland 0, making 7. So a 7-point game against a Marion County that's 10-0 uh, versus a Westmoreland team that is the 4 seed in this region bracket. Moving up to 4A class. Red Bank 24, DeKalb County 0 late in the fourth quarter. DeKalb County traveling to the number one seed. Macon County hosting Loudoun 34-0. They're up at the moment into the second half. Stone Memorial traveling to Hickson. Stone Memorial 27, Hickson 14. And East Ridge 4 seed traveling to Baxter, Tennessee for Upperman. East Ridge 0, Upperman 42. Going into Cookville, first time Cookville has hosted playoffs in several years. Cookville 21 as a two seed, hosting Siegel as a three seed, 14. Up one score going into the second half. So here's some great games. Uh, I say great games. There's a few great games, (laughs) and then there's a lot of blowouts. So it's uh, pretty fascinating. The first round of the playoffs here, we kind of might have thought, you know, getting to this stadium that Fayetteville – was a semifinalist team last year in single A that they might kind of start hot with that first play. They did. But Monterey, all the credit to the Wildcats and their team, they responded very well and have made this a close game when they very easily could have just given right up and let this become a blowout similar to some of the other scores around the upper Cumberland. Yeah, as you said, you know, there's some, there's a few good games. We've got one of them. So fortunately for all those listeners out there, you are listening to the Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7. And you made the right choice because this is a close game. Both teams playing very tough. Unfortunately for Monterey, I do remember they started the game with the ball. So it is going to be Fayetteville is going to have the ball uh, to start the second half. And they're the ones that are up 19-14. to 14. However, the Wildcats defense, they've played super well. Again, one of those Fayetteville scores is a scoop and score touchdown. So they've only got two offensive touchdowns to Monterey's two offensive touchdowns. What are you expecting to see right at the start of the second half? Well, if you're Fayetteville, you you haven't had as much success as you want to running the football. You have had some success passing the ball. And so I kind of expect them to kind of air it out. Let your quarterback make some plays. He's been kind of... Uh, passing the ball, uh, handing the ball off a little bit, getting to other playmakers. He's your best player. He needs to touch the ball if you're Fayetteville. Now, if you're Monterey, you got to expect that. You've done a great job ta- not just tackling individually, which we have, have seen some solo tackles, but their team tackling, their offensive and defensive physicality up front has been tremendous. They've got to continue to play just as good as they have been playing without 
a major turnover. That's the only reason that they're down in this ball game five points is because of one major turnover that led to a pick six, excuse me, a fumble six. Other than that, they should be winning this ball game against a, a number two seed uh, seeded team. They really could be, and now they're getting ready to kick it off back to Fayetteville, and the clock is running despite the ball not being kicked off, so there is an issue with the clock. It is just running, so they're going to have to make this back to 12 minutes. And the officials getting some uh, some work in. You know, there were some disgruntled fans and coaches as far as Upperman goes earlier in the game, and so, again, it's, it's a uh, high-level contest here in the playoffs. And a short a, a pooch onside kick. onside kick, and it does not quite roll 10 yards. So this uh, did not really work well for Monterey there, I hate to say. I it. like the idea right there. They tried to do the uh, uh, unexpected onside kick, pooch kick, push everybody downfield, kick it 10 yards, and as soon as that ball goes 10 yards, jump on it, the ball went eight and a half yards and so because nobody from the Fayetteville side got close to touching it it didn't eclipse that 10 yards it's going to be their ball at the spot where it was downed so this is fantastic field position from the Fayetteville Tigers a gutsy call that does not pay off for Monterey as Fayetteville start just barely in the Wildcats territory now Willoughby is going to keep it Throws it outside way too high for his receiver. He was looking for Kentius Henderson, which makes sense. They would try to get him the ball more in the second half, being their star receiver. However, way too high. Overshot everybody in a second and ten. And Willoughby, Willoughby is just a tremendous athlete. I'd love to see him on the baseball field. I, I, he was throwing the ball 50, 55 yards in warm-ups. Just sailed that ball about 60 miles an hour. And now he's going to hand off to his running back who cuts up the middle. There's a lot of space, and he powers over a couple of Wildcats there. That's that man again, Calvin Hughes, who's made one big play after another, and that one's good for a first down. We've called his number mostly on defense. They've got him down as a halfback right now. It looks like a little fullback. That's the most aggressive run I've seen Fayetteville make all night. And Hughes is next to the quarterback again. He's going to get the ball again. Tries to make a nice move, but number 53 takes him down in the backfield. Monterey was all over Excuse me, 63 was all over it for the Monterey Wildcats. That was Caden Moglin. Caden Moglin. Big play. He he did. He grabbed that guy, threw him down. Great physicality because that was a two big guys matching up against one another. Second and nine. Fake it to Hughes. Going to throw it out short to Henderson. Henderson, nice speed move, and he's taken out of bounds after a medium gain. So it's going to be third and about four or five. Yeah, here they try to get quick. You know, that's a quick screen. Uh, Willoughby has the arm strength to get that ball to the flats in a hurry, which gives those receivers a lot of time to run. So now it's third and four. Again, the ball is already practically on Monterey's 30-yard line. And now they're going to fake it to Hughes. The quarterback, Willoughby's going to keep it. He goes forward. I don't think he got there. There was some miscommunication, some uh, substitution potential right there on that play. Uh, guy lines up for Monterey, and they run directly where he was, but the team tackling, they collapse that hole and stop him short. Big, big fourth and one play right here. 
Fourth and one. Willoughby goes out as a receiver. It's Hughes and Henderson in the backfield. Henderson's got the ball. Hughes is a blocker. Works to perfection. Goes right through the middle. Huge gain. Got way more than just one yard. And and Fayetteville is threatening to score right now. And that's Henderson, the running back. Shifty athlete. Quick speed. Whatever you, you know definition you want to give him but he was also the one that fumbled last time they stood him up uh because he's only about 140 150 pounds stood him up and they were ripping at that ball the wildcat defense that's 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 um impressive football from wildcats almost got it they're keeping hughes and henderson together again this time they pitch it to hughes forward he powers over a defender just runs over aiden reagan I really honestly had no chance of taking Calvin Hughes down. The size difference is huge there. Big size difference, physicality right there. This is the first time all night that we've seen Fayetteville become the more aggressor than Monterey. And it's first and goal from the three-yard line. They're going to keep Henderson and Hughes together. This time it's back to Henderson. Goes forward. Does he get there? Good goal line stand. Not quite. Ooh, they give it to him. Oh, they, the backside judge, it looks like, maybe is giving it to him. So Henderson, for now, has a Fayetteville touchdown. I think they're going to keep that on the board. And that they've got something going with Calvin Hughes and Kavion Henderson in the backfield together without Sam Willoughby. So now it looks like they may. Now what they did, the first uh point after attempt was they put seven guys on the far left side outside the hash marks try to do a little three on three four on four uh trickery play it looks like they're just going for it here on uh, their extra point so going for two again willoughby draws back to pass looking throws into the end zone Picked and it's off. intercepted in the end zone so no luck they're 0 for three on two point conversions now however they do score a touchdown So a failed onside kick from Monterey leads to a great drive from Fayetteville and a touchdown from Henderson. And now with nine minutes and 12 seconds remaining in the third quarter, it is Fayetteville 25 and Monterey 14. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. So now the Fayetteville Tigers getting ready to kick it away. Jacob Hobson and Aiden Reagan are back to return this one. Tigers kick it back, and Reagan's going to let that one bounce into the end zone. So nine minutes and 12 seconds to go in the third quarter as the Monterey Wildcats have their first offensive possession of the second half. Yeah, if you want to recap that uh, last possession right there for the Fayetteville Tigers, they made an adjustment at halftime is this Wildcat defensive back secondary has played great. They've been all over the field making tackles, stopping them. So Fayetteville comes out of the halftime there says, let's just run through the gaps and put some big boys up front, and we're very successful. So now let's see what kind of adjustments Monterey makes. And now Monterey is going back to that same formation we saw at the end of the first half. A direct snap it back to Bowman, and he's take, or Rigdon, excuse me, taken down after a short 
gain. We've we've seen Monterey use that formation a lot. It's a weird everybody on that's like a goal line formation basically with one guy in the backfield and everybody else is on the line of scrimmage and it's a direct snap back to him. Like a goal line wildcat, but it's been very successful for him. They can put one of three guys back there to be successful at the run. Now it's Fowler back there, second and seven. Fowler's got the ball, maybe has some space. He spins past a couple of defenders, keeps spinning, keeps powering forward, getting close to the first down marker. It's going to be, it is going to be a, no, sorry, it's gonna, I was right. It's third and about one for the Monterey Wildcats. So third and one, Fowler has so much speed, too, as a quarterback, so it just happens to work out very well. He's run great tonight. You know, downhill, up, shifty, spin moves, first hits, yak, all those things. Now it's Rigdon getting the direct snap, goes right forward, makes a nice cut, and gets the first down easily. So three plays, first down. They seem to pick up at least three to four yards every single time they run this play. Good answer if you're Coach Scott Hughes and the Monterey Wildcats. You know, you give up a a solid drive to the Fayetteville Tigers, touchdown, hold them on the extra point there, and then now you respond with your own uh, first down. You're managing the clock. If they can continue this, they're going to be in this ballgame. And now uh, Rigdon looks like he's going to get the ball again. They shift over to the near side as blocking. There goes Rigdon. He's got some space, spinning past defenders, and he picks up another first down for the Monterey Wildcats. Yeah, that was, again, there's that, we'll call it a goal line shotgun, goal line individual setup, and that was a great design play. Number 10, who we've talked about running Fowler, all night was your lead blocker in that moment. And that just tells you uh, this three-headed monster here from Monterey with Rigdon, Bowman, Fowler. Uh, their office goes through these three guys. And now they've got Bowman in the backfield. First and ten. Bowman's got it. Looking for some space. And he's hit. Hit hard after just a few yards. But still picks up. Ah, well, man, this one didn't pick up much. He just got past the line of scrimmage. He was met at the line of scrimmage on that one. That was a, a, a big tackle for Fayetteville, big hit. Their crowd let us know about it, so that's going to be a second and ten. Yeah, you're right. Sorry, my bad. I thought he maybe fell forward, but he fell back the other way. Second and ten, just under seven minutes to go. Ball on the 45-yard line of Monterey. Now Fowler's in the backfield. He's got it. Looking for some space. Doesn't get much there. Oh, and they say he fumbled the football. We'll have to see what this is. Is this being called a fumble? Uh, they're discussing it. And it now, looks like the call- PA announcer is calling it a fumble. I think the referees are saying that it was down. Down. Down by contact. Ball came out after down by contact. Uh, so that's the good news. The bad news is third you've and ten. Got, it's third and ten, and uh, Fowler has to come out of the ball game with a little bit of an injury. Mm. That is concerning as they get it to Rigdon. There's some space, but he's met, and he's hitting the backfield. Gets up the field a little bit and not going to get very much. So it is fourth and long, and they are going to have to punt this one away after this drive looked successful. 
Uh, it's been three straight plays with no gain. Also, some extracurricular here. You know, the fans over there, there's two big stops from uh, Fayetteville. After that second stop in a the row, there was some extracurricular going on, some guys getting each other's faces. You see a yellow flag come out. The Whitecaps going to say there's a personal foul on both Monterey and Fayetteville. They're going to offset. Going to still be fourth and ten. Wow, that could have been huge if that personal foul was only on Fayetteville, but uh, unfortunately, you know, they're trying to be fair. So, Yeah, that's, that's one of those situations you hate to – give way to you know one team or the other and they call it on both and say it all set and just kind of give a warning because you get two personal fouls in these games and that's going to be a uh, or excuse me two unsportsman likes and you're disqualified for the second game and so now they get ready to punt this one away they have to quickly do it and it's a good punt gonna bounce past the 25 gonna roll all the way to the 20 so that was a, a really excellent punt from number 72 there, Dar- uh, Cesar Hernandez. Hernandez, yeah. And, and he's been, you know, great for Coach Hughes and, and this team all year long, doing punting, kicking duties. Uh, we've called his name on defense before, on the front, on the line. Just a, a very versatile player. And you have to have players like him in 2A to be successful. You know, you've got guys, many guys, playing both ways. Your star players not coming off the field for 70, 80 snaps. And, and that's, uh, that's very difficult in high school's football. Five minutes and 30 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Now Fayetteville's got the ball again. And they're going to keep it. Keeper. Willoughby's now he's going to throw it out short, and it's incomplete. Monterey's going to jump on it just in case, but it is incomplete. Just barely. I thought that was a forward pass, so I think this is a good call here. Yeah, that was a, again, that's more like a, a long-distance uh, quarterback, uh, what do you want to call it? We'll call it a quarterback pitch. But he threw it forward. You can move left and right and get rid of the ball. He threw it forward slightly is what the referee's saying there. Uh, Coach Hughes was, was pleading his case that that was behind the line, uh, but that was going to make it second and ten. In my honest opinion, I think it was just barely forward. But they hand it off to Henderson. He gets tripped up behind the line there. Not much to gain at all. So they are doing an amazing job stopping Kavion Henderson. And it's going to be a third and nine. He does get one yard. But Henderson's been a star running back this season. He hasn't had much. No, and you probably take that to your uh, preparation all week. You know, Coach Hughes and staff, I'm sure they set these guys up with certain strategies. I'm sure they watched film, and they've done their due diligence. And so they've, uh, they've done their homework, and that's what you have to do at this level. Third and nine, Monterey looking for a huge stop as Fayetteville is in their own territory, deep in their own territory on their own 21-yard line. Monterey looking like they're going to blitz, and they give it to Calvin, punches right up the middle, and he is stopped just short. Wow, they got to Calvin Hughes, and that is going to be a fourth and four to go. That was a big tackle right there. I didn't see the number who that was for Monterey, but he got in there and did a tremendous job getting in front of Hughes, who laid the hit but was kind of matched. You know, He's been getting eight, nine yards so far this half uh, as the fullback slash tailback, and that was a big stop. And I will say, Coach, you know, Fowler has been moving around a little – you know, Limpy, we'll have to see what, you know, he's going to be able to do on this drive as they're going to get the ball back, that punt, down and around the 35-yard line. So it'll be 
First and 10 at their own 35 for Monterey, down 25 to 14. So if they have a really good drive here, they could still be in this game heading into the fourth quarter. They've got momentum. Uh, you know, it's just we, we've seen a couple of cases of turnovers or misplays that's just allowed them to not take that next step forward in this ball game. But down 11, that's, that's two scores. That's a touchdown, two-point conversion, and field goal. Exactly. So Fowler, now they change, go back to a different formation. Wide receiver screen, and it's incomplete. That just, he, Fowler threw that into the dirt. Just a little little bit off on that pass. He skipped it into the ground. Yeah, didn't have the handle on that one. Again, those receiver screens with these quarterbacks, they had to get rid of it so quickly by the time they get the ball from the uh, – from shotgun, they've got to get the grip, turn, and throw it, you know, 30 yards laterally, and that one was just uh, didn't have the grip. And so, second and 10 to go. They're going to hand off to Bowman. He's got some space, and Gavin Bowman picks up some good yardage as he goes out on the Fayetteville sideline. So it's going to be a third and about uh, six to go. Yeah, he had a, some head of steam going to the right-hand side there. Uh, was just matched with another uh, defensive back. That was, I'm telling you, this is one of the more physical 2A games I've seen. Uh, definitely the one I've seen all year, uh, but in the last several years. Third and six to go, just under four minutes remaining. And now Monterey gets the ball. Going to hand off to Bowman again. Bowman, he's got a little bit of space. There's a flag that was thrown as he gets close to the first down line. However, we'll have to see what this flag is. It looks like it might be on the Monterey side and it is holding. Yep. Read pass option. Uh, gives it to the right-hand side, which seems to be the side they, they feel more comfortable with. They've had a lot of success going to the right offensively. Going to be a hold play, hold penalty. 10 yards from the spot of the foul, replay the down. So depending on where they spotted that penalty, uh, could be somewhere around third and uh, 15. So it'll be third and 16 to go, three minutes, 52 seconds. This is not exactly what Monterey was looking for here as they were trying to get back into this one. Obviously, they still have plenty of time, but after a big defensive stop. Anytime you're going backwards, that's not ideal. It's now third and 16. Fowler back to pass, going to throw it short to Bowman, who's got some space. Oh, but a tackler comes up to meet him. That huge space didn't last for very long. It's okay. That was a uh, halfback screen over the middle. That's the first time they've done that one all night. Good, uh, you know, deception play there you think they've been going wide left wide right you go up the middle that gets you another eight yards uh not going to be enough but had potential there fourth and eight so they are going to have to punt this one away and hope for their defense to come up huge once again we approach three minutes remaining in the third quarter hernandez punts it quickly again this time it will be fielded by Henderson, Kavion Henderson. Oh, he's got some space. He gets past midfield before he finally runs out of bounds. So Kavion Henderson finally makes a really good play for this uh, Fayetteville Tigers offense. 
and that's that's one of the first times we've seen him with that much space uh, and how dangerous he can be. Gavion Henderson gets some past midfield, so this is the second time this second half that the Fayetteville Tigers have started in Monterey territory, and the last time it ended in a touchdown. <laughs> the first time was off of a onside kick fail, and this time they're hoping for a similar result. Yeah, so you're going to get a heavy dose here of Hughes coming in right through the middle, I would anticipate. And it looks like Hughes is next to him. No, it's actually Henderson. They give it to him. He's got some space. He's hit, but he spins off of the oh, defender. Wow. wow, he's got some space. Oh, my goodness, the toughness from Kavion Henderson. And he picks up a first down, and this might be the Kavion Henderson that Fayetteville has been used to seeing all season. Yeah, and you see that, I mean, it's total different running backs, whereas Hughes is – been right up the middle, heavy. Henderson is going to be shifty. A great uh, spin move there after a, uh, a one-arm tackle. So now they're going to pitch it short to number three, who's looking for That's a guide. A hold. That's Major good. holding, and the flag is thrown. The the white hat threw that flag. He had a very good view of it. Yeah, so, so did all the fans on this side too, but that was definitely uh, Jacob Hobson, who we called his name early in the first half, did a good job of setting the edge. And as he was trying to set the edge, uh, running back made one move to go outside him. Well, it's pretty obvious when Jacob Hobson, who's trying to set the or had already set the edge, couldn't move because of uh, a hand holding his uh, shoulder pad there. So that'll take Fayetteville back, pretty much wipes out their previous good gain. So it's a first and 17 to go with two minutes and 28 seconds remaining in the third quarter. And this happened with Monterey. They went back on a holding play, and that cost them a good set of downs. Let's see if Monterey can't take advantage of this negative play from Fayetteville and do the same. So the clock is winding down now. 2.20 left in the third. We've got number three to the near side. They're going to hand off to number eight, Hughes, and he's hit immediately, and there isn't much there for Calvin Hughes. This is going to be a second and long now, a second and 16 for the Fanville Tigers. Again, that defensive line, defensive front for Monterey has played tremendous all night long, and there's another example, three guys getting their bodies in front of uh, big Hughes there for Fayetteville. Second and 16, under two minutes to go in the third quarter. Still a game that's within reach for the Monterey Wildcats. have been very impressed with how they've played so far on the road. It's a higher seed opponent. Now Willoughby back to pass. He's looking. He's got some time. He throws it. He's got number 13. Easy touchdown for the Fayetteville Tigers. He just looked deep through it to Kentius Henderson, who easily beat his man and got into the end zone. And there you see, you know, that that's how dangerous this team can be in Willoughby specifically. That was a 45-yard uh, a, a post route. Uh, Monterey, the defensive back, just got beat on the speed. And Willoughby, who not many quarterbacks in the state can do this, was able to throw 45 yards throughout the air, put some air under it, and the receiver uh, was able to easily catch that into the end zone. Perfect pass, and his receiver, Kentius Henderson, easily had uh, easily had his defender beat. Surprised they don't run that more often. That extra point is good, almost blocked by Rigdon. However, the extra point is good. So, 
with one minute and 27 seconds remaining in the third quarter after a bomb from Willoughby to Henderson. It is Fayetteville 32 and Monterey 14. In every game, every quarter, every play, teamwork makes the dream work. Team up with the property company and watch your family's dreams come true. The home you've always wanted, the backyard for practice and fun. The property company works one-on-one with you to achieve your goals. It only takes one meeting to see why. The property company is different. Teamwork to make your dream work. See the difference. The property company, proud supporters of our local athletes. Takes a bounce. Reagan picks it up. He's oh, he gets hit hard on the return. My goodness, uh, kind of almost a not really a, obviously not a blindside hit, but kind of came out of nowhere. So first and ten, and they're going to be on their own. What is that? The, their own twenty-yard line. And let's see. You know, Monterey has done a really good job all night long of responding. You know, they did after the very first play, 60-yard touchdown run. They responded and got it close five points at halftime. Uh, some turnovers, they respond. Let's see if, if uh, you know, they, Fayetteville is taking up some momentum. Let's see how Monterey's offense responds. First and 10 on their own 24-yard line. Fowler gets the ball, looking downfield, looking to throw it, and it's almost intercepted. Probably a good thing that was out of the reach of everybody. As number 16 undercut Hobson there, that was Colton Robinson almost had the pick. And that's still a good throw. Uh, They were looking to do a little 10-yard out uh, to the long side of the field, and that's one of those throws as a quarterback. You throw it where your guy can catch it, or nobody catches it. And like you said, the DB undercut it, was in the right position, and nobody caught it. So I still classify that as incomplete, good throw. That's now Fowler's trying to hand off to his running back in the backfield, and there's just nothing there. The Tigers will get another tackle for a loss, and this drive for Monterey is is not off to a good start either. It's going to be third and 11 or third and 12. Incomplete pass, loss of two. You've got to do something pretty special here at third and 12 to uh, regain some of that momentum with 50 seconds to go in the third quarter. Third and 12, ball on their own 22-yard line, roughly under 50 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Down 32-14, to they need something really good here. And they've got two receivers out to the far side. Fowler in the backfield, who's running back, drops back to pass, steps into a throw. And it's incomplete again. That one uh, just out of the reach of everybody, and it's fourth and 12 as a three and out for Monterey. And they've done their scouting report, too, their, their film work, because you can see the, uh, the safeties and the defensive backs on that one are, are well aware that 10-yard, 12-yard out route is coming, and they're biting on that hard. So to, you know, to eliminate that, you got to throw one over the top. And so now they're going to have to punt this football away. Hernandez gets it, punts it deep, bounces. Looks like it hits him. It's a Monterey player, so they fall on it just to be 
just to be safe. And Monterey is pleading their case that it's their ball. And it is Fayetteville ball. I, I agree with that. You know, it, it touched a Monterey player. It did not touch a Fayetteville player. That's unfortunate. That's If there's one thing, that one kind of break they needed right there, that ball was a short punt in the air, and then the ball kind of hit on their defender, and they looked like they kind of rolled down the back of the Fayetteville uh, player. The official said it didn't, and so that's – you know, they jumped on the ball. Still going to be faithful ball. Now, after this, Coach Hughes is pleading his case a little too much there, and here comes a yellow flag on him. Yeah, if, if you're a coach, I mean, you know, I mean, I feel like this was a fair call, and you can't just you can't lose your cool in a playoff game like this. You know, the game's relatively within reach. Fayetteville was already going to start in Monterey territory. Now it's just going to be a really big game. I mean, this is very deflating for the team. Would have been a, uh, like I said, would have been a tremendous break for Monterey had it gone their way. It didn't. But it didn't. And so now they start on the 45. You get 15 more. Now you've put yourself in a bind. You've lost a lot of momentum right now. Uh, you need something happen. Let's look at our go-to guys here. Let's look at uh, Rigdon, Bowman, Fowler. We've seen them on offense. Let's see if they can do something on defense for them. And so now, Willoughby is going to hand off to Henderson. Kavion Henderson, he's got the edge. He's going down the sideline, breaks a tackle. Oh, my goodness, he gets close to the end zone. It's going to be taken out at around the two-yard line. Kavion Henderson is really getting his stride, hitting his stride in the second half. Seven seconds to go in the third quarter. It's going to be first and goal from the two. He's just starting to showcase his speed. You know, it's, it's getting late in the third quarter, uh, late in this ball game. The emotions are high. You've had this going all day, all game, so now you're trying to get a little tired, and guys with speed like that make you look even more tired. First and goal from the four as seven seconds go. Willoughby, he's going to fake it, throw it into the end zone. He's got his tight end, number 19, for the touchdown. However, there is a flag. It looks like it's coming back. Illegal and shift on offense. The legal shift, so that touchdown pass to Alex Young will not count. So typically when you do your illegal shift, you got one man in motion and someone else either moves uh, laterally in motion with them uh, or someone is not on the line of scrimmage and, and did not set themselves off the line of scrimmage before they put themselves in motion. So that's very fortunate because that was a good play set up for Fayetteville for your tight end. Now let's see if Monterey can take advantage of this little break. First and goal from the nine with one second remaining in the third quarter. So this will be the last play of the quarter, barring any penalties. Willoughby is going to hand off to Kavion Henderson. And he's looking for some space, cuts it back up the middle. Monterey's all over it. Henderson still moving Big around. Hit. He gets tackled. Huge hit in the backfield. And there's a little bit of a flex at the end, too, as Monterey takes them down. It's okay. And that, they need that. That's right. Uh, now it is the end of the third quarter. So with three quarters that have been played, it is second and second and goal from the 11-yard line as we head to the fourth for Fayetteville. And the Tigers have 32, and the Monterey Wildcats have 14. 
You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. On the 12th day of Christmas, Twin Lakes gave to me. Twin Lakes is celebrating their customers this holiday season with the Twin Lakes 12 Days of Giving Christmas Giveaway. Now through December 12th, visit them online at TwinLakes.net to get your name in the bag. There will be over 75 winners with names drawn every day. To increase your chances of winning, revisit and enter every day. Winners will be announced on the Twin Lakes Facebook page beginning December 2nd. Learn more at TwinLakes.net. Fayetteville, second and goal from the 11-yard line to start the fourth quarter. It is 32-14. Willoughby's got it, looking to pass, throws it into the end zone. It's incomplete, but there is a flag thrown. I think Willoughby probably knew this would be pass interference as he was looking for Kentius Henderson. Yeah, the the defensive back from Monterey, they, they were going to the corner route. The receiver was going to the pylon. Uh, didn't throw any air into the ball. Willoughby didn't. Uh, throws it with some pace. The Monterey defender kind of gets a little handsy with him, uh, not knowing where the ball is, and that's why the official called a play, uh, mainly just because he didn't look back for the ball. Yeah, you got to look for it. So now it is second and goal from the five-yard line. Looks like five, six-yard line. So. Not an automatic first down in high school. Pass interference is only at 15 yards only. Not an automatic first down. So they hand it off to Hughes, who powers his way into the end zone right at the middle. Calvin Hughes runs right through a big hole and finishes in as he hits pay dirt for another Tigers touchdown. Yeah, he got to the end zone before he had any kind of contact from the Wildcats. Uh, their offensive line is is showing they're they're moving the front right now. It's that's they're running downhill. Got the momentum. Fayetteville now up 38 to 14. Looks like this time they will try a extra point. And fascinating to see how they go extra point two point conversion trying both of them. Uh, but the extra points have been working so far. They get it, kick it away, and it is good. So, at the start of the fourth quarter, the Fayetteville Tigers finish off this drive with a Calvin Hughes touchdown run. And right now, as Fayetteville is pulling away, it is Fayetteville 39 and Monterey 14. 
A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. There are more penalty flags in this game as we return here, and it looks like it is against the coach once again. This is second penalty flag thrown against head coach Hughes. Yeah, after the uh, point after attempt, uh, one of the players, Wildcats, hit the turf. Uh, might have been some, some pushing and shoving a little bit. Uh, coach Hughes kind of pleading his case. And, and probably at this level, at this stage of the game, down 39 to 14, He's trying any which way possible to fire up his team. He's trying to say, hey, guys, I've got your back. Let's all keep going here. Let, let's not give up because this is a moment in the game uh, down 25. It's very easy to kind of lay down. And so hopefully this sparks a little bit of a fire, which is hope, is, which is what uh, uh, Coach Hughes' uh, intention is here. And... Still trying to find the official signal. What that's going to do is 15 yards on the kickoff, so that's where the flag is. So instead of kicking it from the 40, they'll be kicking it from the other side of the field, 45. So just a 15-yard penalty assessed on the kickoff. So now they can do a short kick and really put Monterey back deep in their own territory. Yeah, you know, you know, I and uh, look, I get fighting for your players, coach, but it almost, you know, these penalties are putting them in a tougher spot. And there have been more penalties here in the second half. We've noticed that. So now, Monterey's got their two returners practically in the end zone as Fayetteville kicks it, and they're just going to power it way through the back of the end zone there. But like that wasn't quite what the Tigers wanted to do. Well, you eliminate a uh, potential return. You get the ball to the 20-yard line. Now you're forcing Monterey to go 80 yards. Monterey hasn't been able to do that uh, all night. So if you're Fayetteville, you're in good position. Of course, that stems off of that uh, penalty. You just now hope that your uh, your offensive team, again, Rigdon, Bowman, Fowler, number 8, number 9, and number 10, your, your go-tos can find some sort of spark for this wildcat offense. First and 10 from the 20-yard line for the Monterey Wildcats. As Fowler gets the ball, gets it to Rigdon. That was almost a goofed-up snap, but Rigdon gets around the far side edge. Not much there, though. Maybe gains a yard or two. Yeah, the timing on that play was, was skeptical, but Rigdon almost got to the quarterback before the snap was even there, so... A very athletic play by both Fowler and Rigdon just to get that play uh, was, you know, without fumble. So it actually is a one-yard loss out of bounds. You're right. The timing there was just um, just wasn't there. So yeah, second and eleven. Uh, two receivers out to the near side. I believe that's Aiden Reagan and Jacob Hobson. Now Fowler. 
It's the ball he's going to hand off to Rigdon coming from the far side to the near side. He's met by two Tigers, and that is an easy takedown for number 15 and number 16 of the Tigers. That is Zion Nyaji, who has the fumble recovery touchdown earlier, and Colton Robinson on the tackle for a loss. Yeah, and he saw that one coming. By, by the time the end-around play worked there, he got around the end and saw two defenders, one on the inside, one on the outside. That left nowhere for him to go. And so now it's third and 13. Monterey Wildcats this second half just have not had a whole lot of offensive success. Again, at halftime they had 14 points, and fourth quarter they still have 14 points. And Fowler drops back to pass. Now he's going to throw it short on, on a guy who's all completely covered up. He's looking for Rigdon, but number 70 from Fayetteville was all over him. That was Liam Rydberg. And that was a play we've seen before from Monterey, that halfback uh, middle screen where you're 10-plus yards. You don't want to go outside, and so dump it over the middle. Number 70 read that well, uh, and there was no game. So now Hernandez is going to punt it from his own five, gets it off. It bounces at his own 40, takes another bounce, goes to around the 50, goes past the 50. So it is going to be in Fayetteville territory on their own 48-yard line. Yeah, on the previous play, Fowler did a little jump pass to jump short pass to his running back that was all covered up. Um, you know, what are you thinking there, Coach? Do you think he should have just tried to look deep downfield for anything else? Well, again, like I said, that's their safe play. When you get third and 10-plus, you're trying to – you know, provide a play for your team that has the potential to break it, but you also don't want to throw one up 30 yards in the air because we've seen the defensive backs for Fayetteville. Uh, I mean, they're keying on on our quarterback here, and he it was more of a safe play. And so you got to stick with what your game plan is, not do anything outside of the realm because that's when turnovers do happen. First and ten for Fayetteville. They get it to number three. He was trying to get around the edge, and he won't Great gain pursuit. much. Bowman was running right after him and takes him down for it looks like a tackle of a loss of two for the Tigers. He's had a heck of a game today. I know they're uh, down on the scoreboard right now, but between his on the offense uh, and on defense, he has been all over the place. Showing some true spirit team leader. I'm glad to see that the Monterey Wildcats not given up in this game. Second and 11, nine minutes, 40 seconds remaining. And this time, Willoughby is going to keep it. He's got tons of space, lots of blockers in front of him as he fights forward. Gets a huge gain of about seven-ish yards. It's going to be third and four, I believe. Again, good pursuit. You can tell the Wildcat defense just floating around the ball. One man gets his arms on them. Here come three or four guys. That's why they've been in this game for the most part is team defensive tackling. Yeah, sorry, it's going to be third and six. Nine minutes remaining in the game. Looks like they are running the clock down a bit more, Coach. And clock management at this point, you know, uh, you've got the ball. They're a fast-paced offense, uh, not when you're up 25 in the fourth quarter. And so Willoughby is going to hand it off to Henderson, who gets right hit right in the middle. Not much to gain there for Kavion. Henderson, so it is going to be a fourth and six, maybe a fourth and seven, right at around midfield. 
So Fayetteville, not much there. Eight minutes and 30 seconds remaining, so they still take off a lot of time off the clock. And here's a few other scores around that, uh, in the same situation. York wins 61-7 to over Eagleton Academy. York's been one of the best teams all year, so that's impressive. Willoughby, a short punt. Bounces at the 30, rolls to about the 20-yard line. So the Tigers get exactly what they want. And Monterey will have to start at their own 20-yard line once again in this fourth quarter. Yeah, and we're talking about, you know, York right there a minute. They, they I look for them to compete in this classification 2A uh, for a state title. They're one of the best teams in that classification. Uh, another score uh, update was Stone Memorial wins over Hickson. Uh, as the three seed, so 34 to 14 in that game. Monterey lining up. They get it to their back in the backfield, and he's taken down after a short gain there. They they went back to that bunch formation, goal line, wildcat formation. Uh, they got it to Bowman, who's, who's, again, been a star of this game. He picks up two yards. So it looks like they're just going back to those goal line wildcat formations. I go back to what what's working. You know, if you get too far, yeah, you're down in this game. But if you get too far out of the realm of uh, trying to make things happen, uh, more bad things can happen. So they get it to Bowman again. He's hitting the backfield once again, but he gets falls forward. Maybe gains a yard here. It will be third and seven. There was a defender in the backfield on that one that, that stopped that play from happening. Uh, and, and that's, you know, you start looking at uh, the Monterey Wildcat offense. You know, they do have certain mixes between four receiver sets or the Wildcat offense. They do mix it up, but there's only a, a certain number of plays they have in the playbook, and they've run them all tonight. And uh, the Tigers have finally keyed on them. Fowler now in the backfield. He's got it. Pretends to run. He's looking to pass. He's got defenders all over him. He throws it downfield. He's got number 45, 15, who makes a catch. He's dragging a defender. Oh, my goodness. He goes all the way to the 30-yard line. Wow. So Fowler gets the ball, pretends to take a knee, drops back to pass, and throws it to number 15, who had gotten past the defense, Logan Montgomery, with a huge gain. And that's a tremendous individual play there because he did the old – uh, read pass option fake run took a one step forward looked to run was going to throw the out route about eight to nine yards to the right hand side there was nothing there decided not to throw it in a triple coverage and as he was rolling out eluding some of the defenders number 15 montgomery gets open over the top and puts a pretty ball catches it and gets another you know for a 20 yard pass play and 15 more after the catch so it's first and 10 on the fayetteville 30 Monterey now threatening to score in this fourth quarter, and they're going to direct snap the ball to, I believe, Bowman there, who's taken down after a short gain. Might have been, excuse me, might have been Rigdon on the carry. It was number eight, Rigdon. Again, hard running, just running into hard defenders. Second and seven now, approaching six minutes remaining in the game. And again, Monterey threatening to score. Now they've got Reagan in the backfield. Rigdon, Bowman, and Fowler all set up as blockers. Reagan has it. 
trying to follow his blockers, trying to follow Rigdon, but it's blown up. Number 21 gets past Rigdon and tackles Reagan in the backfield. Impressive defensive play from Kavarion Whitaker. Reagan's got more speed back there, so that's why you try to change things up. He actually outran his blockers because you had uh, Rigdon, Bowman, Fowler in front going from right to left-hand side. Rigdon, or excuse me, Reagan, outran those guys and that's where the blockers were he has to be a little more patient there which is very difficult to do so it's third and nine Monterey and Fayetteville territory they get it to Bowman who's looking for space looking for help and there just isn't anything there as he swallowed up at the line of scrimmage so it'll be fourth and nine with five minutes to go in this football game and this is going to be your, you know, the play of the game for you here. If there's five minutes to go, if you're down 25, the game kind of feels like it is out of hand. But with fourth and nine, if you don't get it here, it's going to go into a victory mode for Fayetteville. Yeah, it looks like they're, you know, they're talking to Fowler, Coach Hughes, telling them kind of what to do here. <clears throat> you know, last time they had that third down, it was a great play from Bowman. Uh, play clock winding down here. I would not, wouldn't uh, think too much to have a timeout from Coach Hughes uh, just to make sure that everything goes as planned with a play clock running down. Five seconds remaining on the play clock, and it looks like Hughes is going to have to take a timeout. That took way too long to get the to get the play in there. Yeah, too long to get the play in because they know the significance of this play. You know, this is their offense is moving the ball. This is some. Uh, they are responding well uh, in, a, in a tough deficit of a game here. And so you want to keep that going. doesn't matter how fast at this pace. you just got to somehow come away with points, potentially give yourself a chance for an onside kick just to keep scoring. Uh, so you've got to have your best play here. And you got to remember, too, these guys have been the more physical uh, team for two out of these three quarters. And, man, they they're they're running low on fumes right now. And it's a 25-point lead with 4 minutes, 23 seconds left. What, Coach, what do you really realistically think are the chances of Monterey to come back in this game? Well, they're very low. However, there's almost zero if you don't get a first down on fourth and nine here. That's why this play is so critical. Yeah, they're slowing down. It, it seems like this game has kind of gotten out of hand. Monterey doesn't have the fast, high-powered pass offense to do anything, to do much damage quickly. So they can't afford to give it away here. Well, here they go. Fourth and nine. This is the ball game. Fowler, he's got time. He drops back to pass, throws it deep to his receiver, and it's a touchdown catch. Wow, great play. No, he missed it. Oh. Oh, wait. Hold on a second. Oh, no, the receiver. I thought for sure. That is my mistake. I thought for sure he had his hands on the ball. That was number five he was looking for there. Gosh, McCants, I really thought he had his hands and the defender was on him, so must have just dropped it at the last second. Great setup. Uh, You're looking for that uh, slant route or that go pattern, post pattern, uh, throws the ball up in the air. Ball gets from the 35 release point all the way to about the two, three-yard line. McCants goes up, grabs it with two hands with a defender on him, jump ball, and as he comes down, I feel like he just lost it. Uh, just hit the turf. Your umpire was there at the goal line staring it down. And so just couldn't come away with it. Great effort. Uh, tough play right there if you're Monterey. But designed well, executed well. Just unfortunate outcome. 
And Fowler threw a great pass there. He really did put it right on there. And again, McCants, I think, you know, he was he had a great chance for the catch, but the defender just made a great defensive play. Now they're going to hand off to number 15 for Fayetteville. He's breaking free. He's dragging defenders down to around the 45-yard line of the Tigers' territory. So that's a first down right away for Fayetteville. Yeah, good tackle by Jack Blaylock there. Uh, he's only a sophomore brother's uh, Luke Blaylock, the junior. And, and he's done well this game and early this season. I remember talking to Coach Hughes earlier in the week. Uh, and he's saying how those Blaylock boys, especially the sophomore, has, has come into his own as a young player. And it looks like they're, you know, Fayetteville is keeping their quarterback, Willoughby, off the field. You know, no real neat reason to use him here. They've got a lot of the backups in. And it's a high snap that gets number three on the jet sweep. Gets around the edge. Picks up some really good yardage, gets close to moving the chains once again. It's going to be second and about eight. I mean, sorry, second and about five, excuse me. And that was uh, that was Keenan Hockets, who they've used on a jet sweep a few times. So three minutes remaining and uh, second and five to go for the Tigers at midfield. And, let's, you know, we can talk about, as this game winds down, Monterey season. You know, they come into the game 5-5. Five and five. They, they didn't play well at home, but they played great on away games. We played a East Ham, or excuse me, a, a East Robertson game very close. Competed for that uh, region in the early on in the season. You got a Smith County, East Robertson were 1-2. and two, uh, And they sneak in. Uh, I should say sneak in, but they're competing. And yeah, there, there goes the Tigers. There they hand it off to number 15 once again. Zion Nanji, who has been a star this game on defense, now getting some huge gains on offense. He takes it from the 50-yard line, goes down the sideline, and gets close to the 25-yard line. First and 10 on the, excuse me, first and 10 on the 29-yard line from the 50. But just go back there. They've got good wins over Jackson County and Westmoreland to compete, uh, which ended up putting out a Trousdale County. Jackson County was not in, so they got the three seed. Very good accomplishment from Scott Hughes in this team. They lost a lot from the last year's Monterey uh, successful team. And they give it to Nanji again, who's just easily strutting down, but number five takes him down and out of bounds there. As he gets close to the 10-yard line, Nanji, he's, he's really been a fantastic two-way star. Again, he has the fumble recovery touchdown earlier in the game. Now he's picking up a lot of yards on offense. But you're right. I mean, Monterey, they made the playoffs last year, made the playoffs again this year. They're consistently doing well each season. Yeah, Coach Hughes has been there 10-plus years. Uh, has got this program, you know, where he wants it. He, as a two-way program, it, it's very difficult sometimes because just the, pop, the school population doesn't allow you to have all the, the major players that a 5A or a 6A team may be able to have. Uh, but a few years ago, they were at Tucker Stadium there at Tennessee Tech uh, in the semifinals. So he's taken this program to levels uh, that have made these fans and the community very proud. And, you know, and there's a, probably a lot of people listening to the ball game to us, uh, watching ball games. It's it's a very proud moment for your Monterey Wildcats as uh, some of these uh, 
high school players on the sideline here embracing one another. They kind of know the end is near. Yeah, the end is exactly one minute and 54 seconds away as, as both teams go into their huddles. And, and again, yeah, good, you know, solid season for Monterey. I feel like any time you're at least making the playoffs in consecutive years, and as you said, they lost a lot. And they still had their stars. Um, but, you know, to, to make it once again, it's impressive to remain stable at least. And perhaps you can build a foundation, get back up to some higher highs in the future. Absolutely. Here's a, a few score updates uh, while the game kind of winds down here. Clay County 31 over Sell Creek 13 with four minutes to go in the fourth. And they're going to hand it off to number three here once again. Picks up a, a good gain. And that's going to. Um, that Should. is going to get it around the second and like second and seven, I'd say. That's Keenan Hockett on the carry. Not hardly in the victory formation yet with a minute 30 to go in second down, but another uh, score for the upcoming Cookville, 35, Siegel, 14, final. So Cookville will move on to face Riverdale in round two of the playoffs. Upperman, 56, East Ridge, 14, the number one seed moves forward. And now... Fayetteville, number 18, goes back to pass, throws it short. That's not going to gain much of anything. Just trying to get the backup some reps there, and the clock continues to move under a minute now in this game. Uh, the Tigers now third and 12. Third and 12, clock still running. Smith County, uh, another 2A, 40. Forest, 14. They move on. That's a final score. DeKalb County season going to come to an end. Uh, Red Bank, 24. DeKalb County, 0. DeKalb is a tough team. They had a good season, too. A lot to be proud of for the DeKalb Tigers. They got hot late. Thought they might do some damage here in the playoffs. Stone Memorial wins over Hickson. So they'll move on in that same region. And I believe we just saw the last play of the game as the Fayetteville just ran the ball up the middle. Didn't gain much. It's a fourth down, but the clock continues to move, and it's hit triple zeros here at Tiger Stadium. Well, what a contest we saw here, Coach. Uh, you know, this was an evenly matched game in the first half. It was 19-14 to 14 Fayetteville. However, 20 points for the Tigers in the second half and zero for the Monterey Wildcats is the big difference in this one. And our final score here from Tiger Stadium is Fayetteville 39, and Monterey ends up with 14. And like you said, first half, tremendous uh, success story from Monterey in this ballgame. Had the lead 7-6 uh, early on in the first quarter and, and kept true to that uh, competitiveness in the first half. Unfortunately, the the physicality and athleticism of your 2A uh, Fayetteville Tigers was just too much for them in the end, and so that was kind of the uh, you know it's a it's a game of which Monterey should keep their head high uh, because they competed more than what most would have thought. It was just a very talented team from Fayetteville that I kind of expect them to definitely be uh, in round four and five of these TWSAA playoffs. 
And so the final score here in Fayetteville, Tennessee, the home of the 2020 state champion Fayetteville Tigers, they move on in the playoffs. However, for Monterey, their season, their great season comes to an end here as Fayetteville has 39 and the final score for Monterey is 14. This is the UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. The UC Sports Nation Game of the Week. Powered by Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Tonight's action, sponsored by Twin Lakes. Broadband, TV, phone, security. The Upper Cumberland's Twin Lakes. Gentry's Power Equipment. Your hometown Exmark dealer. Sales, service, the mower to get the work done. And by Zach the Car Guy, Broad Street, Cookville. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve from Zach the Car Guy. Late night practices, burning the midnight oil to be the best. Quick weeknight dinners after practice, memorizing all those index cards and drills, then doing it all again the next day. No one ever said being a champion's easy, but that win makes it worth it. Fueling your dreams, fueling your life. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, the most affordable option to heat your home or business. Safer for the environment than any other fossil fuel or electricity. Call 833-GET-MTNG. 833-GET-MTNG. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas, fueling the Upper Cumberland. You've been dreaming of that car for a long time, and you've worked hard to build your credit and save your money. You deserve to get the best deal possible. But where do you go to find it? Zach the Car Guy, of course. He has more banks and better rates. So don't wait any longer. Get the car you want at the rate you deserve. Visit Zach the Car Guy today on Broad Street in Cookville or online at ZachTheCarGuy.com and see why he's the best in the business. Zach the Car Guy now has more banks and better rates because one size doesn't fit all. When injuries stop the game, skip the ER. Visit Tier 1 Urgent Care, 335 West Spring Street, Cookville. Dr. Derek Worley, fellowship trained, board certified in sports medicine. He and your medical team are ready at the Tier 1 Urgent Care, Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday, 8 to noon. Don't let sore shoulders stop your tennis game, knee pain stop your walking routine. Get state-of-the-art care close to home, Tier 1 Orthopedics. Stop the game and make the call. What's in your heart? Providing kids a chance to learn and grow. Helping an Upper Cumberland Fire Department protect your home. Keeping our history alive. Just a few cents every month from your heart to the heart of our community. UCEMC Cares. From Upper Cumberland Electric Membership. Sign up to be a UCEMC Cares partner. And every month, your electric bill gets rounded up to the nearest dollar. And those extra few cents help fund local programs of the heart across the Upper Cumberland. What's in your heart? Game of the Week on Sports Radio 104.7 sees the Monterey Wildcats season come to an unfortunate end and stand with their final record of 5-6 and six overall on the year as they fall to the Fayetteville Tigers 39-14. to, uh, to 14. 14, excuse me, sorry. 39-14. to 14. Uh, the fans, you know, meeting the players here, the fans that traveled the long distance 
to Fayetteville, Tennessee to talk to their guys. You know, this was a tough one in the second half for the Monterey Wildcats. They they were gutsy to open it up. They went for an onside kick to start the second half, and it only went about eight yards. And I think that made a huge difference in the momentum of this game because had they got it, they would have had the ball to start the second half. Maybe they could have gone down and scored and taken the lead. But Fayetteville got on the ball, and the Tigers – uh, went right down the field easily and scored a touchdown there. Uh, and then from there, throughout the second half, they just continued to stretch the lead further and further. Calvin Hughes, who was a workhorse in that second half, he scored a touchdown. There was a beautiful touchdown pass from Sam Willoughby all the way to Kentius Henderson, who is a superstar receiver. He broke free and was wide open, and and Willoughby had all kinds of time. Just was able to stand in the pocket, throw it deep to Henderson, and he had it. And so, you know, that that just helped stretch Fayetteville's lead further and further. The Tigers were just able to keep stretching this thing out, and there wasn't really much that Monterey could do to stop them. And then on offense, Monterey – would have positive moments, but mostly negative moments, a couple of three and outs. They went back to that goal line wildcat formation, and it just wasn't really working as effectively in the second half as it was in the first half. So those are, are some of the, the scoring plays. Uh, you know, Now we're going to take a final look at some of the stats from one bank. Uh, coach, uh, Coach West Shanks, is there anything you know? Any any notable uh, uh, stats from this second half that really stood out to you here? Well, we knew coming into this ball game, Jalen Rigdon, Gavin Bowman, and Colin Fowler; those were the three big time players for Monterey. Uh, they started the ball game, giving the uh, giving all the touches to Rigdon, and then came away with uh, Bowman had the hot hand, as you mentioned, had the big long run play. Uh, Rigdon gets in the end zone, I believe, twice, uh, Bowman once, and Fowler uh, probably overall his best game managed uh, as, a, as a quarterback. Just, I was very impressed with his decision-making skills uh, all the way up to the point in that fourth quarter where he throws the 35-yard post route <clears throat> that seemingly uh, was caught in the end zone at the goal line but dropped late. Uh, just those three guys stuck out. Your your leading tackler of the ball game was Luke Blaylock. Was all over the place. Some other playmakers were Jacob Hobson in that first uh, and second quarters, and uh, Aiden Reagan uh, stood out to us on the return game uh, as far as kickoff returns and, and moving the ball uh, consistently. So th- those guys, there's one of the mention their names that they. Did a great job here in this round one of the state playoffs. Uh, and, and their team, their school, and their community, very proud of them. And, you know, that's that's a look at the numbers there as we finish off our final recap and our final stats as looking at the numbers presented by One Bank. This is Marvin Long, your Twin Lakes Business Solutions Consultant. Every day on November 11th, Twin Lakes celebrates our veterans, the ones in active duty, in reserves, or retired, and the ones who have made the ultimate sacrifice. Twin Lakes will forever be grateful for the home of the free because of the brave. 
in honor of all veterans, Twin Lakes business offices will be closed on Friday, November 10th. Take time to thank a veteran, not just today, but every day. A proven machine to reduce your mowing time? Count me in. A new Xmark mower costs a whole lot less right now at Gentry's Power Equipment. Spending less money? I'm in. Right now at Gentry's, get your mower with 0% for 48 months. Get a $1,000 instant rebate on the LZE mower. Get $300 on the Quest. Better get moving to Gentry's Power Equipment, 755 Buffalo Valley Road in Cookville. See for yourself why the landscape pros trust Xmark mowers 2 to 1 over the next best-selling brand. Numbers are for game stats and scores, not people. If you'd rather do business with a neighbor who knows you than a big bank from who knows where, but you still want technology, convenience, and know-how at your fingertips, then One Bank of Tennessee is the one bank for you. Their mobile banking lets you transfer funds, pay bills, make deposits, and more right from your device. So you can bank safely at home, in the stands, or wherever life takes you. Download the One Bank TN mobile app in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. Member FDIC. Equal housing lender. Every team loves to win, and the new management team at Frontier Chevrolet is ready to help your home team score. Whether you're ready to trade or you've been working on your credit score to purchase, find the best deal on your next vehicle and on-the-spot financing with the Frontier Chevrolet team. From financing to putting you behind the wheel of your newer pre-owned vehicle, all the bases are covered with Frontier, Tahoe, Silverado, or Equinox. The fleet is waiting at Frontier Chevrolet. Just off Highway 111 near Livingston, Frontier Chevrolet, your hometown team. Making improvements for your home team? Don't force a delay in gameplay. Call before you dig. Know what's below. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas urges you to call 811 at least three business days before your home project to have your gas lines marked. Even landscaping or fencing can cause damage. Remember, no one wants a penalty. Call 811 before you dig to avoid damage or injury to you or someone else. Fueling your dreams. Fueling your life. Fueling the Upper Cumberland. Middle Tennessee Natural Gas. Practice here, game day there, you never have any time, so stop at the place that's always on time. On the way, a crispy salty snack, ice cold drinks to cool off after practice, get your team and your ride fueled at On the Way, 859 West Jackson Street. When life empties your tank, fill up at On the Way. Get snacks, fill up the mom taxi at On the Way, 859 West Jackson across from the funeral home. Easy in and out, before you hit the road or after that next practice, hit On the Way, always on time for your team. On the twelfth day of Christmas, Twin Lakes gave to me. Twin Lakes is celebrating their customers this holiday season with the Twin Lakes 12 Days of Giving Christmas Giveaway. Now through December 12th, visit them online at TwinLakes.net to get your name in the bag. There will be over 75 winners with names drawn every day. To increase your chances of winning, revisit and enter every day. Winners will be announced on the Twin Lakes Facebook page beginning December 2nd. Learn more at TwinLakes.net. Fall. Call it your wrap it up, pack it away, get it ready time. Prep and protect. That's your mission. Get ready for winter. Finish up those projects. See what you need to get ready for spring. Let the Building Center help in your prep and protect mission. Gutter issues, full of leaves, leaking or clogged, that can lead to roof damage. The Building Center has the tools to get it fixed. Leaky windows, air coming under the doors? The Building Center can help you replace your windows and doors with more modern, more energy-efficient models. Or weather stripping and other energy-saving tools. Insulation to protect your pipes. Paint and stains to get the deck ready for spring. Oh, and how about stocking up for a mild winter day project? The Building Center has all the supplies. And the expertise. That's free. 
The Building Center, Main Street, Livingston. Again, just wanted to reiterate that we finished up this playoff game here in lovely Fayetteville, Tennessee. And the final, the final score saw the Fayetteville Tigers win this game 39-14. Uh, 39-14, sorry. And just a reminder, a full recap of all the action and interviews with the coaches are going to be tomorrow morning at 9 at the high school playbook uh, on 93.7, on the Rock, 93.7. And now we're going to look elsewhere around the UC Sports Nation on the Frontier Chevrolet UC Sports Nation scoreboard. Man, Devin, it's been a tale of two different styles of games, blowouts or just as close as it could be in this first round of this playoffs. We'll start in single A. Sail Creek, 19, Clay County, 38. Again, these games are all final. So it turns into a blowout for Clay County, your defending runner-up in single A. Red Bull in Springs, 12, Whitwell, 55. Their season comes to an end. Chattanooga Prep, 12, Gordonsville, 13. Very close game for a contender in single A for Gordonsville. In 2A, York Institute, 61, Eagleton, 7. Smith County, 40. Forest, 14. That's a number one seed as well. Of course, Fayetteville, 39. Monterey, 14. Ends the Wildcat season. East Robertson, 42. Cascade, 0. Marion County, the one seed, 21. And Westmoreland, 7. So next week, Smith County will face Fayetteville. East Robertson will face Marion County. In 4A, Red Bank, 30. DeKalb County, the four seed out of Region 4A, 4-4A, zero. So Red Bank ends DeKalb County's run. That is the only team out of Region 4-4A to lose uh, tonight, whereas Macon County goes 41-7 to over Loudoun. So Macon County will face Red Bank uh, at Lafayette next week. Stone Memorial, the three seed, upsets Hickson County 34-14. to and Upperman wins 56-14 to over East Ridge. So Stone Memorial, a rematch of the game three weeks ago, the blowout will be in Baxter, Upperman at, or excuse me, Stone Memorial at Upperman. And then in 6A, your local score is going to be Cookville, 35 over Siegel, 14. They will travel to the number one seed, Riverdale, next week. And that are that is the scores of the week in this round one of the TWSAA state playoffs. Yep, we are through round one, and what a crazy round one it was here in the TWSAA state playoffs. And I tell you what, you know, yes, you know, Upperman blew out Stone Memorial before, but yeah, you know, I feel like it could be a little bit closer a second time in a rematch, um, perhaps. So. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see what Stone has learned from uh, from their previous matchup. Lots of other fascinating things to get into in the second round, but that will do us do it.
for us here at Tiger Stadium on your Middle Tennessee Natural Gas Game of the Week here on Sports Radio 104.7. Tonight's game was produced by Haley Carr, and there was assist production assistance from Jake Wallman, uh, Colin Castleberry, uh, Mar- uh, Marsha um, Lee as, as well. And, uh, you know, from Devin Hoke, and our wonderful team back in Stonecom, uh, Stonecom Broadcasting and, and UC Sports Nation. Once again, tonight for the last time, our final score is Fayetteville 39 and Monterey 14.